Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. That means Mike Vitale's back. Yeah. Hey, Mikey. What up? Our will. Welcome back to the program, Mikey. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the land of the living. How are you, my friend? Pretty good. I was just hiding for a couple of weeks. They do that to you. They make you take that vacation? Yep. You're You're like a spring vacation guy. I went back to the Midwest. Oh, back to and your it roots. it was cold and freezing in Wisconsin. I couldn't wait to get back. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that Tornadoes the next day. My hometown of St. Louis, Missouri got hit by one. Like, all the rain that is needed here is just being wasted Yeah, over the Midwest. Just put it here. Put it in New Mexico. It's coming. I am Fred Slow, and if all things go right in my life, the next Mark Ronchetti, weather-wise only, Got to be careful. Got to be real careful. Oh, man. <laughs> Just kidding. I think Stella Sun's a really excellent reporter. Van, how are you? Doing good. You don't got to worry about me turning into Ron Ketty. I quit wearing red hats <laughs> after Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Robert, I don't know if you watched any of this debate this past weekend where um, everyone's in trouble in this thing. Everyone in the entire world is in trouble. Why won't you run for... Republican nominee for governor, Robert Gibson. Uh, for the obvious reason. Uh, my <laughs> name is Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I did not watch that. Oh, you did not? But I've heard a whole lot about it. <sighs> <laughs> did you watch any of it? I watched some, some snippets. It was, um, it was bad. It was bad. Bad as in good? No. Because, you know, I like bad. It was, it was good. <laughs> I love bad. The gubernatorial debate. It was good for Ronchetti. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was good for Dow, but I just don't think she's got a shot. I'm a big fan of hers. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put one out there, say go with Rebecca. But I just I don't think so, boys. I think she's pretty locked up. Greg Zanetti's microphone didn't even work. <laughs> like, what? They're doing a Zoom thing. He's got, he's got like we do, like these, yeah. what are these, Sure 3700s or whatever these are? He's got... And it's not even... Sennhauser. Yeah. Is that what it was? He had a big old Sennhauser. And he didn't have it selected on his audio input. Oh, man. So it's drawing audio off his laptop or whatever, and it's like, oh. And then RIP J Block. Okay. (laughs) There's your your recap of the gubernatorial weekend. We had a banger of a day on Saturday. We were part of the drive for relief for the cumulus cluster where we how many van you were the last on air talent there how many truckloads that is right i helped load and unload the fourth and fifth trucks oh my donation. gosh wow i was truck five three trucks. and four and you were trucks four and five yes which means the morning shift which was jj buck and jeff Simbietta and bv and 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 Bob and TJ, all those guys over there at KKB, they did two, 
I did one and a half, and you did one did, and a half. I did the final one and a half. That is so sweet. Yeah. Five trucks. Are you kidding me? Wonderful people from the Salvation Army. Wonderful people from Bernalillo County Fire. Of course, all the talent here at Cumulus. It was an awesome team effort. Friend of the show, Howard, came up. It was like, get this, Robert. What's up? Howard went to like Costco right before, just loaded up the truck. Oh, he came with his with his personal own. Yeah, and he was That's like, awesome. He was like, here you go. Yeah, and I was like, damn it, Howard, you were lovely. That's awesome. There's you know, so many thoughtful. Yeah, donations. JD was there. A couple guys in two men on shirts. You know, we we oh, share yeah. the love. We share the love. Represent. Yep. So I, I did a little KKOB spy yesterday talking about it, and you know, the, it's just kind of a incredible thing because you don't realize the reach you necessarily have but we did we filled up five box trucks worth of stuff and sent that all to las vegas new mexico by way of the salvation army where they will then distribute it to mora and all the surrounding counties and communities up there and it's um it was everything robert so it was like and i know you were out you had a family thing right but it was um obviously food and water blankets batteries flashlights but i'm talking like there was baby formula you know oh yeah you know how hard it is to get baby formula right now People just donated it. Yeah. There was dog food. There was stuffed animals. There was everything. It was awesome. That's awesome when the community comes together like that. Just, and whenever that happens, I always think, man, just out of the blue. Just, okay, you went from nothing to five truckloads of everything. That's right. There were people in wait. As as we were setting up at, you know, 730 in the morning or whatever, people were waiting at 730. And I I get it. They got to get on the rest of their days or whatever, make this, but- just truckloads and trailer loads. And speaking of trailer loads, uh, my former employer, Sports and Wellness, which I don't usually speak positive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they, it's it's a great organization, and, and it's it's a you know it's it's a it's an upper level gym. Van and I regulared it for many years. Sure. They made three trailer loads of donations oh to the goodness. drive. So Jessica Armio will be joining us at six thirty. She's the regional personal training manager for Sports and Wellness, and she's going to connect with us on the front of the show hotline. And we're going to talk about um, how they took the drive that they had here and then handed it to us to take up via the Salvation Army. And um, we talked about that while we were at the drive van. We talked about how it seemed like a lot of these donations were from businesses and individuals that had been doing something individually. And then we're like, this is the best avenue to get this stuff up north. Yeah. Like, number one, thank you for your epic donation. Number two, you're welcome. You don't have to drive it up. Yeah. It's, it's like when, forming, when? forming like Voltron. Everyone's yeah, separate, exactly. then comes together. Mm-hmm. Boom. And I didn't think of the need for pet, su- pet supplies. Yeah, that was a big oh, animal. There the, we go. The animal lovers really turned out. Yeah. Right? Animal lovers, there's a special place for you. Yeah. If you're like upper echelon, top of the pyramid, like creepy dog or cat person. But everyone below that person is the best person I've ever met. And they all came out on Saturday. Not cat ladies. <laughs> Yeah, not cat ladies. I I met with a I don't obviously I don't know who she was a, a fan of. I met with a, a a lady and she had brought a trunk full of like dog like canned dog food and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, this is a tremendous lovely donation. And she was she was like, oh, little Sparky just left us. <gasps> oh no! Ah. Oh, don't rub it in. Like oh, and she was like, this just seemed like the best way to help. And I was like, I love that. I love I, – I hate your current situation. Yeah. I love what you did with it. Though. Yeah. Like – The wounds aren't even healed. No. What a what a person. See, now that, I feel bad. What... I feel – actually, you just made me feel bad because if my dog passed away right now, there is no extra. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, we're daily with him. We're daily with her. You know, like, don't like, overinvest. Yeah, hey, dollar store every other day. That's hey, what I'm doing. That's how Van don't, Van pays for his P.O. box six months at a time because he don't know. <laughs> I'm about to do that literally. Yeah. <laughs> he knows there's a $4 discount if you pay a year at a time. Yeah. Not going to do it. I'm not going to do it at all. That's a really good point. I didn't put any thought into that. I got a 16-and-a-half-year-old beagle. Maybe I should start quit yeah. buying, quit, quit <laughs> buying <rationing. the> <laughs> <laughs> So Tremendous drive. Thank you to everyone at the cluster who was a part of it, us and conservative talk and, and country and pop and adult and, and rock and everyone who was involved. It Everybody. Was, yeah, it was about as, as good in, as anything. Uh, also, big shout-out to Eddie Nunez. Yeah. Eddie Nunez at UNM. Athletic director. Um, all of UNM athletics. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. The Spirit Squad was out, at, and and they just did an absolute banger of a job. And then I know we need to reach out, actually, to Eddie to have him on because there's also an exciting announcement about UNM hosting the United Soccer match that was rescheduled oh, from this yeah. past weekend. They're going to do it on a Tuesday, yeah. man. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Can I, can I give you a little bit of a conspiracy right here, boys? Please what do. Is it? Phoenix was afraid to play on a Saturday in front of a packed lab, so they faked a COVID exposure because now, surprisingly, only three days later, they're able to play, and they're going to do it in the much less impactful, much less uh, drunken fan base over at the UNM soccer facility, and it's not going to be the home field advantage that the United would have had on Saturday. Go. Okay, so what I'm hearing is we need to get a couple kegs and go down to the parking lot just and make sure everyone's turned up to yeah. 11 is, yeah, what we go. is what you're saying. Yeah, the three days. Come on, that tells it all. You couldn't do it three days ago, but now, miraculously, yep. 72 hours later, we're good to go. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. I'm, everything I'm telling you is factual. Phoenix is afraid of your boys. They're afraid to come down to Park and play in the lab. They're afraid to see over 10,000 screaming curse heads out there. So what are they going to do? They're going to trick you. There we go. Hey, and real talk. Devin Sandoval's back. Duh. They just put the fear of God in him. They're uh-huh. like, oh, I got to deal with Devin now, too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. That's the thing, because Devin Sandoval, he he came back, and he was like, hey, I'm back in the game or whatever. Also, Phoenix, your arms aren't long enough to box with God. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, is that Devin Sandoval or God? <laughs> also, it was Brandon Ortega's wedding weekend. so Yeah, I had to pay respect. out of respect. So. Van and I enjoyed Brandon Ortega's wedding this past Sunday, but the story is actually the bachelor party on Friday night. Oh, my. I was I saw the pictures. I know they don't do any justice. Nope. We'll talk later. We This is <laughs> definitely <laughs> off the air. More of an off-the-air conversation. Definitely off-the-air conversations. But it was, a, uh, it was an absolute banger of a weekend. Live chat is up and rolling. Joel Oeveno, the Aardvark. Somebody has a case of a Monday. That is us. The boys keeping it real. Thank you so very much. Welcome back, Vital, from the live chat. There we go. Hey, Thanks for having me back. Mikey. Also, uh, I would love to see the rugby team come out and support the United. I'd love to see the Aardvarks out there on a Tuesday. Yes, sir. Heck of a little weekend for sports here in Albuquerque. Robert, I'm sorry about your girl getting robbed. I know you hate when you see people get robbed, and you watched an absolute mugging on television (laughs) as Holly Holm was just robbed at UFC Fight Night 206. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Whenever something bad happens to Holly Holm, Mm -hmm. you may not even have to watch it. Just get on social media. That's what it's all about. She's a princess. If that's what it's all about. He's the city's princess. Look, you didn't even. I thought have it was going to be a riot or something, if based on social media, like they were not playing. You didn't even have to watch the fight. Yeah, you just had to look at the statistics. She dominated. 
The scoring shouldn't have been that close. Number one, she shouldn't have lost. Number two, the scoring shouldn't even be that close. Mm-hmm. Also, so, so is MMA becoming boxing now when it comes to this stuff? Oh, it is, you right? You said it first. Yeah. It has to. It is. Yeah. Because also, let me see where the money was going. Because I'm that guy. Ooh. Where's the money at? Yeah. Well, also, is this a push for the younger fighter? Because Holly is on the Ketlin Vieira? I don't know who that – I didn't – the fix, the fix was in. The what? first thing that I saw about it was she's this young, and I was like, "Well, Holly's about to lose because they need some new blood. They need another fighter of young, you know, stature." That's what I looked at it as. Oh God, you're so dumb. Correct. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's what it is. All right, you did your time. In. Get us, get her out the door. Let's bring this new blood in. The fix was in the whole time. You get paid They're on trying to prop her up. Does UFC pay her on the backside somehow to make up for it? Is there a thing like that? Because I think Holly Holm is owed. I think Holly Holm, she deserves respect. She just finds a duffel bag. That's I'm saying it. Ooh. I'm saying it. Because Holly Holm tweets afterwards, and she's like, and she don't say robbed. Mm-hmm. You don't say robbed. Yeah, okay. But she tweets afterwards, and she says, I think I won the fight. Sure. That's <laughs> we not, know what you meant. Sounds like it. You know what you meant. <laughs> There's legit gripe. Vital, did you watch this fight? Uh, she was robbed. That's I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, Holly, thanks for being a good friend of the UFC. Check in the duffel bag I put yeah. there. <laughs> well, if it's a UFC duffel bag, it's really like a sandwich bag. <laughs> She's not going to do duffel bags. No. <laughs> she gets to the airport and her, her ticket's upgraded to first class. There we go. It's an envelope yep. with another envelope and another envelope in it. Yeah, uh, Miss Holm, uh, I've been waiting for you. It's a guy holding a sign, and she's like, I'm departing. He's like, I needed you to have this. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. She's like, this is. They spell her last name wrong, put an S on the end. Duh. Or it's, from a, it's from a friend. They just write loser. Oh, ouch. She's like, that's me. Ooh. Checking in. Loser, checking she, in. She a bad dude. She is a bad dude. Took a tough L. Arguably the best to ever do it in boxing. Boxing? Yeah. Yeah. Top of the top of the mountain, UFC. Yeah, but here's what I'm saying. She's done now, right? She's the path of Tiger Woods. She can't fight again. <clears throat> she's got a fighter spirit. 14, she's going to go out on top with a W. 14 and she 5? She ain't done. She's not done. Well, if if she's not, just don't fight a younger person. <laughs> Vital, the control in this was over 10 minutes to <clears throat> only 90 seconds. You're saying, you saying Holly Holm needs uh, Jake Paul's booking agent? There we go. That's yeah, the she controlled the fight. She did. She controlled everything. Friend of the show, you beat me to this, Joel Clarissa Shields. Yes, that's that's number one. She's she's the GWOAT, greatest woman of all time. Hard to argue. Yeah, let's grab one. We've got a fun day today. Forrest Stolting will be joining us at four forty-five and talk ice stoves baseball. Everything's going on in every sport right now. This is this is the climax of sports outside of October for the year. This is this is the varsity. B of sport time right now. So we're going to enjoy this one. It's going to be a full day. Talk a little bit of NBA whenever we get back. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Where we spend our evenings, Van, over at Hollow Spirits. Yes, sir. A little bit of Teller Vodka is what I had to drink this weekend. And Brandon Ortega's big wedding. Congratulations, Brandon. Congratulations. <laughs> he married a gal from Puerto Rico, Vital. There's a lot of Latinx music. Too much.
There was too much. Fred had to go for a couple walks. Oh, he was a little overwhelmed. Fred, come on. I was at a wedding reception and I heard songs for the first time. What? What language is this? What Fred, language? Fred, that is Spanish. That, I, you've lived in Albuquerque for five years. You so, cannot recognize like I need Spanish. To, I need a drink less. So you've never heard Bad Bunny is basically what you're saying. Only in WWE. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back. Welcome back. Will you talk for two seconds before I clear my throat? Sure thing, DJ Cool. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> We talked through the whole break, and then I'm like, okay, microphone. <coughs> you know what that throat clear was for? All the fellas out there. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty bad. Stop. <laughs> All the ladies out there. Don't need no man. All right. The conversation is Heat Celtics, so we'll start with Warriors in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Golden State. Is it dynasty still, or did they take too many years off? No, I think it's a dynasty because it's the same core group of people. Yeah, you still got the core. Yep. The big three. Who's yeah, the I big three? Draymond, Steph, and Clay. Ah, you left out Kevin Durant, so you're wrong. Kevin Durant is the core. Ask him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as long as you got those three and their coach – that's what it is. Yeah. I agree. Three zero. Hey, who knew? <laughs> that's, that's so bad. That's horrible. Who knew that you could stop Luca by guarding him? Crazy. All they had to do was just guard him. It's like no one's ever played defense against him until this series. Over forty minutes, eleven to twenty-three, four for nine. They're not stopping him though. He had 40. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's averaging close to 40, but the problem is he's getting them after they're already down by double digits that's and the game's over with. Yeah. That, that's your go-to line, man, where you're like, oh, with that basket, he cuts the lead to 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got to the stripe 17 times. There ain't no one down there in Dallas is the problem. They got one cat. I don't know anyone after Luka. You know who's the player that I know after Luka? Dirk. <laughs> don't know. He's been out. Yeah, and years. he's in the stands, shaking his head every time, like, "Oh my god." Jason Kidd. I really, I don't know anyone. None of those dudes. Reggie Bullock, I guess, is what everyone would say, but you know, it's going no points. Wasn't Detlef Shrimp part of the uh, Mavericks years no, ago? You no, know, that's the Seattle Super Sonics. Nah, that's he's Jason. right though. But that's young Detlef. That's when he was like super young. I think he was like a rookie or something. But no, Dallas. No, everybody saw this coming. Every, literally everyone of all time. Yeah. I was rooting for a better series, though. When they beat Phoenix, I was like, well, go ahead and put Golden State as one of the teams in the finals. Do you guys think that Luka is the best 22-year-old of all time? No. no. Who is? LeBron no. James. He didn't. Magic. Le, LeBron didn't win no ships until he was 27. I'll say Magic. He didn't win no ships at 22. But yes, this he is, did. He won his rookie year. Finals yes, he MVP. Did. Yeah, he did. I give it. I say magic just because of that. I'm not not saying numbers because numbers are easy to get. Now. They don't matter. The numbers don't matter. No, he had forty in a loss. I was looking at the game the other night, and they were talking about how he has nine forty point games, and Dirk only had seven his whole career in the playoffs. And I was like, but Dirk only lost one of those games. Yeah, ships. Yeah, Luca's like two for seven, so he's getting all of his he points no in help. garbage time. Yeah. That's why I'm saying LeBron is a good comparison because LeBron. 
had to do all this by himself when he was young before he switched to Miami. When he was 22, that team he took to the finals with Larry Hughes and oh yeah, uh, Ilgoskis. Ilgoskis. And what was the cat's name with the fro? The white cat with the fro. Birdman? No, seven, no, I know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, Valentino. Yeah. Verjao. Yeah. That's the most garbage team to ever make it to the finals. Ever. All time. You're 100% correct. That Here's, guy that slept with LeBron's mom. Booby. Which one? Booby. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the difference between that LeBron taking that team and Luka. Luka's playing a, a team that's really good. And they're coming from, out of a – I don't even think – let's be real. If, if the Lakers were what they were supposed to be, Luka then wouldn't be here. Say that again. If if the Lakers were what they're supposed to be, the Mavs should not have been in the conference finals. If the Lakers could build a time machine and teleport <laughs> to five years ago, they'd be so good. Because everybody was like, it's going to be the Lakers and Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals. You, and by the way, fitting that Steph Curry is going to win the first Western Conference MVP award. The Steph Curry award. Super fitting. Yeah. But you are every Lakers fan. Because you're the yeah. guy who's like, San Antonio did it with a bunch of guys who were like 40. Like we could do it with a bunch of guys who are 40. Manu Ginobili, I think, is still 40. And you're like, what? Yeah. You're giving me one example. Yeah. There's 75 years of NBA basketball. Mm-hmm. You're talking about one San Antonio team? And I guess really three? Well, I think Tim Duncan had a ship at 22. He did. Towers. Yeah. He did. And David was 99. Yep. Playing, too. Not, not yeah. playing. Yeah, he did. He did. The problem being the best player ever who's 22 years old, which I'll have that conversation with Luca, is you're up against the best shooter to ever play the game. Ever. And he doesn't have to be the best dude on his team every night. What? He doesn't. He ain't got KD no more. He d- never needed him. Never. He already had a chip before KD. Shoot, got two of them How does KD feel now that he's on the other side of losing? <laughs> he always now feels with like the Warriors. Losing. He's trying to get back with him. <laughs> <laughs> he made that call. Hey, I know Wiggins is all right, but he's not me. Wiggins is older than you think because he's been in the league for a minute, but he's not as old as you think. He's older than you think, not as old as you think. How old is he? 26. What's true? That's like, we, true. We've been waiting for you. Like, cool, you're here now. Are you new, KD? No. Don't have to be. we got well, stuff. That's what happens when you're number one pick on one of the worst franchises ever. What makes a, it a problem to, to uh, defend the Warriors is that the Warriors move the ball around so quickly and efficiently, it's hard to you know, stop them one guy, really. Yeah. They don't, they don't need a big man either. Their spacing is incredible. Steph Curry has never lost a playoff game after graduating college. <laughs> Say that again? <laughs> I love his straight face. Like that was, That's real news right there. Just got his degree. You know what's funny? <laughs> I mean, what's up? Hey, go to school, kids. That's funny. This would be the fourth ship, is that right? Yeah. So that'd be two without Kevin? Yep. Four and 60 years. Two years were garbage years. I think they would have had more barring injuries. Yep. Clay uh, Clay was gone for a season and a half. Yep. If Clay wouldn't have gotten hurt. um, Steph was hobbling two years ago and powered through it. Remember KD, KD during the finals. Yep. All right, you boys help me out here real quick. Bay Area dudes, Joe Montana. 
Barry Bonds, Jerry Rice. God, Steph better than all of them, right? Who am I leaving out? Wilt? Uh, Steph ain't no better than Jerry, man. How many Jerry got? I don't know. But it's Jerry Rice. He got two of Montana. He got two of Only reason why I say not yet. Only because if you do the little Mount Rushmore football players, Jerry's on it. Steph is on it. Mm. He did, he, with the fourth, he's not? Nah, he's not. Jerry's the best non-quarterback in the history of football. Yeah. He's better at his job than anybody has ever been. Yeah. I agree. I Willie agree with Mays. What you just said. Yeah. Oh, we forgot Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Right. I got Willie Mays number one. Okay. Steph's in the top five? I would say yes. Right now, yep. First ballot Hall of Famer. His career's not even over. Right now. Just a stud. I don't see how people don't like Steph Curry, though. That's what I don't get. He's so nice. I think that's the, the, the thing. He's so nice and he's so good. And he has so much fun on the court. He's fun to watch. He's a humble guy. He works at Subway part-time. What? <laughs> he's those Subway commercials. <laughs> Welcome it, back, Mike. It took him a while to get commercials, too, didn't it? It took Michael a yeah. second to get back in the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Oh, I'm of a belief that Golden State is going to win five more playoff <laughs> games this year, and they're going to lose zero more playoff games. Uh, they take a night off. They'll get one. They're about They'll to take, lose one. They're about to take they three will. off in a row waiting for Miami and Boston to wrap up. Both One more than that. They're going to seven. Both teams left in the East might be the two best defensive teams left, though. So they'll be able to quiet if the Warriors. Yeah, that no, that don't work in basketball. If you were to walk up to me and hand me Marcus Smart, and I was like, "Hey, I actually have Steph Curry," <laughs> I would say that's not a fair trade for you. I cannot. You not will not at all. Speaking of teams that have had players together, how about Smart and Brown and Tatum? They've it's been around Tatum. together and uh, they played pretty good with each other. Yeah. They just, had, they just had to get rid of Brad Stevens. Yeah, kick him up to the uh, front office. You have hated Brad Stevens for a while. Mm. I am indifferent to Brad Stevens. Just like everyone else was. <laughs> cool that you're Including here. Including his team. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is going to win zero more games. Done. you got to win one for the fans, right? Mm-hmm. Luka's got to light it up for like 67 points, 20 rebounds. Oh, the Kobe going away game? Yep. Yeah, he's going to do that, but they're going to lose by 15. I agree. Because if people off the bench for Golden State are putting up 12 to 15 points, that just negates everything. Let's go to commercial. Got a couple options we can get back. I'm feeling Baker Mayfield, boys. I'm feeling Baker Mayfield. You're feeling for him? (laughs) No matter what happens, Baker Mayfield ends up winning. No matter what Mm -hmm. happens. He's already won. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? More on that when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Making a liar out of us is Forrest Stolting. So we said we'd be here at 445. And he said, nah. I'm on East Coast time. and get here a little bit early. Forrest, welcome to the program. Great to be here, guys. Good to be back in studio, too, for the second time of my tenure at the Isotope. So it's a nice little cozy spot y'all got here. It's huh? been a minute. You're a busy guy. Oh, man, I'm all over the place. Yeah. One place to the next. That's a good hey. thing. How's, oh, ba- yeah. how's the baseball team doing? Doing all right. Had a 
little bit of a rough week in Salt Lake last week. We lost four or six, but um, boards coming back into town on Tuesday. So looking to turn things around against the Round Rock Express uh, at 6.35 tomorrow night at Isops Park. I freaking hate the Round Rock Express. Oh. I hate everything. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Same. How do you they're, feel? They're, the, they're the Texas what? Rangers. Mm-hmm. That's probably the worst team in the history of baseball. Just yeah. it. If you ask me. The Red Sox. If you ask just me. said, <laughs> <laughs> but, but Boston. <laughs> Didn't you work for Boston for a lot of years? No, I worked for their minor league team. <laughs> but Boston. Boris, <laughs> you join us on every Monday of every homestand. You come by and you bring us uh, what's going on at the ballpark. And I just put on this. What is it, Pepsi? What is this little hat I got on here? It's a little Pepsi camo hat. Actually, we'll be giving those away on Friday night. The game's at 7 o'clock. Okay. Uh, first 3,000 fans will be getting those. So. That's more than usual. That's a bunch Normally of Normally it's yeah. two. Exactly, yeah, but Pepsi really goes above and beyond, you know, their giveaways. Good. Yeah. So it's good to get every, all the fans involved somehow. One what way or about the other. these guys oh, right here? Man. Yeah, boy. Those jerseys this past week on Facebook, we got over 500 comments. Our social medias were blowing Any of them up positive? About, all of them were positive. Oh, okay, shoot. Every single one of them was like, and we got – Dozens and dozens of messages this week saying, "Hey, yeah. can you send me one? Can I buy one?" So, I mean, these are gonna these jerseys are probably gonna be one of the hottest giveaways this entire season. So, if you want to get these, it's only uh, the first two thousand fans, sixteen and older. Hey, Rob, with my monochromatic uh, camouflage Albuquerque isotopes hat presented yeah. by Pepsi, mm-hmm. do I look like a No Limit soldier? You actually do. I, that's what I was kind of thinking, right? Do. Like I kind of got like a vibe to me right here. <laughs> I got a question for you though, Forrest. When you when you get the feedback that you get for like for the jerseys when this this happens, how does it make you feel? Like, yes, we knew it. Do you pat yourself on the back? It's like we knew this was going to happen. Oh, of course you have to. Man. Yeah, whenever, nice. you, whenever you do something well, you know you gotta be like, all right, this is good. We'll we'll take that into consideration for next time and feel good about what happened this time. But I mean, these I, I can't. Begin to describe how cool these jer- how cool these jerseys are, and so this is going to be a, a must have for everybody in uh, Albuquerque. And so you got to make sure you get in line early on Saturday because there's going to be long lines. So be sure to get there early on Saturday. If you don't get a haircut, you're going to cover up the Rio Grande Credit Union on the back of this bad boy. <laughs> so I just want to know that I just want that to be out there for the sponsors. Put it in a man bun. How about that? That's very smart. There Super smart. So Friday and Saturday are the big giveaways for these. So make sure you're there early and in line. And you know, I'm not about to be that guy. I'm about to be that guy for a second. Mm-hmm. If you sh- if you buy a ticket, show up, get the giveaway, and just leave right away. Mm. I got a problem with you. If you are that person. I got a huge problem with Wait, you. there's Wait, people somebody... like that who do that? Oh, they what? do that. I hate them. Mm-hmm. It's well known in the, uh, yeah. It's all, in the all, industry. All across, yeah, not just baseball, but yeah. all sports. And they'll and straight to eBay in an hour. Yep. Oh, y'all need to hire me. I need to just stand at the gates. Well, J.D., you better go people. Just tackle people. Are you free Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> We're at the ballpark on Friday. We, we So we tried to move that around a little bit. We had some other stuff going on. But Friday's the hottest day of the week. So we're not temperature-wise, like, like go out and enjoy the game-wise. So we're going to be out there Friday from the broadcast. That's going to be a lot of fun. we got a full one this week. But baseball is the spotlight, and we're going to beat Round Rock six times in a row. Of course, yeah. I mean, you have to. This time we've lost uh, four or six of them in Round Rock earlier this year. Um, they got some pretty good pitching, but uh, I think our hitting hitters are a little bit better, especially at home in Isotopes Park. So now, Rob, you don't know this. This that's not a nickname for a city. That's an actual city. It's not like that's the real name. That's the real they, name. They they sat around and was like, "We shall call this 
There's got to be, be some big round rock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some landmark or something. I legit- we have to differentiate ourselves from hexagonal rock. City. <laughs> How are we going to do this? That's super good. That was nice. That was real nice. The the whole yeah the whole city is a joke. Everything about it. And because I'm a big Austin guy, just identify by Austin. Like I'm not trying to be that guy right now. But if you're in Round Rock, you're basically in Austin. What? Just yeah, ten minutes away. Ten minutes away. Yeah, just say you're the Austin Awesomes or whatever. Like I don't need all this crap about Round Rock. Stupid the Austin ex Californians. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. It is crazy how everything is ex Californian now. How there are so many Californians. You're one. Everywhere. Sprinkled Nash- everywhere. You're the problem. Nashville. I'm the, I'm the issue. The popular one, too. Where? Nashville. Really? I, oh, yeah. Rent is going way up in Nashville. I'm, I'm from five hours away from Nashville mm. in South Carolina. That is essentially L.A. LA East. Did they legalize weed, too? Like, why are prices going up so fast? So high. It's just, so, <laughs> it's just, so, it's just a popular town. I mean... You go on Broadway, you, I mean, you can't beat Broadway Street in Nashville. It's unbelievable. You go into one bar, you got country western. You go to the next bar, you got jazz country. You got yeah. all kinds of different types of music from bar to bar all down Broadway. It's just amazing. Me and my lady are going for SummerSlam. We're going to Nashville for SummerSlam, and we looked into getting the Airbnb. It is far more expensive than it should be in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. It is. Do you, is it not because of the event, or it's because it's Nashville? I don't have the answer because I huh. think there's an event every every day in Nashville. Oh, there's okay. an event. Well, people go from far and wide to have the Nashville hot sandwiches, apparently. Oh, man, they're good. good really? Good princes. Okay. Yeah, okay. And we got a guy here who knows. So the Isotopes are going to win six in a row here, so that'll put them at what? 24 and 24 at the end of this home series, and then the boys are in the mix. Yep. So we got to get back to 500. We have not been above 500 since May of 2019. So you got to get back to that that mark, and then we'll start pushing towards that first place. And I can't, you can't uh, forget to mention also on Sunday, it's our salute to services, a post yes. post game hey, fireworks. Hey, hey. Um, it's our first Sunday night game at 6:05. So I'm sure it'll be a little hotter on Sunday. So come cool off with us at the night at Isotopes Park and enjoy uh, salute to service because it's going to be. Very important big night for us and uh, all the uh, veterans and current serving military out there. Day games are done for a while, right? Yeah, at, at Isops Park. Yeah, sure. We got. I think the next one isn't until July. Wow. I think it's the last week. The last week of July. It's a midweek matinee. Ooh. Hmm. Is it just a personal affront to me personally? Is that why you took them away? You know how much I love day games, and you're I like, mean, you know, that we, van guy. We try to accommodate you as much as we can, but... You did bring me a hat and a jersey. Well, I think they are accommodating you, Van. You know you get sunburned too quick, man. Is there is shade. <laughs> I, it gets, gets so hot in the daytime in July. Well, it does get hot. Yeah. When it gets yeah. hot. It's got to be a, like an insurance liability, right? Just like... It's, it's a, you got a couple thousand people like with my <laughs> amount of melanin showing up to a game. It's like, it's, my pay grade, you know. What's the <laughs> hey say so United game gets canceled past weekend, right? Gets canceled. That it sucks. Postponed. Postponed, right? We're playing at UNM tomorrow night. Correct. And then like, what is that energy around the building? Like, is the grounds crews just like, damn it? Like, <laughs> I mean, they laid out the entire field. Yes. <laughs> and they had to take oh it man. So, I certainly feel bad for those folks because they did a lot of hard work this weekend on Thursday to Saturday, pretty much get it ready. But and it's never like, oh, we'll just start building the mound early. No. Like it's you're just it's you stay wait. pissed. It's a waiting, yeah, for sure. It's a waiting game, and you just gotta 
do your job and move on trying to get too angry at the uh the covid god so yes do you well we we all believe it's a lie and a conspiracy and they didn't actually have covid they just didn't want to play the united uh because of the home field advantage that's offered at isotopes park for a big mm. for a big game like that would you like to join us tomorrow night at unm to harass the phoenix rising after the <laughs> after the baseball game i cannot do that i'm sorry that's what i would like to do just i'm gonna wear my nicest jumpsuit to bring a baseball bat and I'll escort you to hand them the check for all the groundskeeping work. <laughs> That's, Just give them the bill for the groundskeepers. We, have to fix the field it, for no reason. It's us with some like isotopes issued team bats, and we're like, we're uh-huh. here for the apology. And they're, but they're the blow-up kind? So yeah, of not, yeah, the inflatable one. Intimidating. Yeah. The soccer bo- the bang together. Forrest, hang out for one more. We're going to yes, talk a little sir. bit about Major League Baseball. That means we had to bump Baker Mayfield to the 5 o'clock hour. It's going to be a heavy football hour. In the five I was about to say he's used to it. (laughs) (laughs) Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Essential New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits and a little sip, sip, sip on that Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Still with us for assaulting the Albuquerque Isotopes. What's up? We just found out during the break that... um, you come from a gigantic family and the least successful of all of them. Easily, yeah. I mean, I have, <laughs> my, both my parents have PhDs. My older sister has a PhD. My uncle has a PhD. So crazy. My younger sister has wow. two masters. I just have one. Save us from, some letters, from, man. From Northwestern, so. though. So that's pretty good, right? <laughs> Northwestern, pretty good. So in my humble opinion, I think you're killing it. I you get to that. work for a friggin' baseball team. I get paid to watch baseball. You're, at the, to ball, you're at the ballpark every day. Screw your astrophysicist family. Yeah. What are they doing? Working at a college? They always a bunch say, of dorks. They always say they teach for free, but they pay them to grade. Oh, okay. <laughs> no one says that. That's, a, that's, well, that's they, not a saying. Oh, it's a dorky saying. Dorky family does. Yeah, it's a nerd thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, there's some weird stuff going on in Major League Baseball. So, the New York Yankees, who, by the way, suck, they... Best record at MLB. You're you're alone here. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to it by now, so. Always. <laughs> they, uh, Major League Baseball suspends the New York Yankees' Josh Donaldson for one game <laughs> over comments to the Chicago White Sox' Tim Anderson. And you're going to have to unpack this one for me, boys. Tim Anderson called himself the Jackie Robinson of laughter, of enjoyment, of what? Yeah, it's like the Jackie. He wrote, referred to himself as the Jackie Robinson of fun mm-hmm. okay. a couple years ago. Yeah, when bat flips and you know dancing and having fun on a baseball field was in question again. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm going to change the game like Jackie Robinson. I'm the Jackie Robinson yeah. of fun. Right. Well, yeah. Turns out he's a big old liar because remember Josh Donaldson was trying to have a little fun with it. Is this fun or not? <laughs> so Josh Donaldson starts calling Tim Anderson, who, by the way, rakes, starts calling Tim Anderson Jackie. Tim Anderson gets all in a twist. Robert Gibson, you're a professional comedian. Yeah. Got to be able to take a joke. Like, you got to be able to take a punch, right? And that wasn't even – that was light. Super light. Like, come on. It sounds like what he's trying to do is get fired up for no apparent reason. And it kind of worked, but it, they took it too far. Racist and all that. That's not, no. Who's saying no. it's racist? Is Tim? Tim, Tony LaRusa. Yeah. They came f- coming in hot with it. Like, hey, and, yeah. And Tony LaRusa, so, he knows. He knows. I was going to say, <laughs> Tony LaRusa knows I have with what's him. racist. I'm like, bro, you For know sure. 
this ain't it. This, you know. Come it on, was, man. It was in middle school when they invented <laughs> racism. It was weird when Tony Russo was like, keep Jackie's name out of your mouth. <laughs> I t- this is one of those, Forrest, obviously you were bullied a lot growing up, obviously, right? <laughs> so when you were coming up and you were catching nicknames, mm-hmm. like, did you ever try to get out in front of the game and, and establish your own nickname like Tim did? Because Tim gave himself the nickname of Jackie. Like, it's just being now, like, endorsed by others. I used to play a lot of pickup basketball. All the Everyone on the court. Larry. Oh, Larry. Larry. That's what they went? Yeah. I, was, I thought it was going to be they called you country. Larry Bird. I thought they was going to go big country. Like, I didn't know. Larry. <laughs> Larry. That's, well, it's not Larry. It makes no sense to me. Well, you got a yeah. shot on him. So okay. it's Larry like Larry Bird, but... It's also that's what the St. Louis Cardinals fan base would chant whenever Chipper Jones would come to town. Of course. Uh-huh. So it was it was a twofer. It was I a got twofer. You. So what was, I mean, what'd you catch when you were a kid? What was that booger? Was it booger? Honestly, not too bad. I mean, the worst I had my name was was forty four at one point because my my name's my name's Forrest. Yeah. And I wore number four while playing basketball as a young age at a young age, and so that was it. But I had really no nicknames growing up. Well, actually, that's a lot in little league going to baseball camp. I was. I, that previous season, I played for the Red Sox. Suck on little on a little league team, and so one of the older guys started calling me Veritech, nah. Jason Veritech, because I was a catcher and I wore some socks gear that I had from the previous season. So best, but wow. everyone knows that the best Red Sox of all time is Ryan LeBarnway. Everyone knows. That. Hey, Former now Greenville we're Drive. Yeah, baby. Now we're talking. There we go. <laughs> or is Stolting? You killed it today, my dude. Anything before we cut you loose? We'll see you this week at Isotopes Park. Uh, games Tuesday to Sunday, 6.35, Tuesday to Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday is at 7, and then 6.35 Saturday, and then 6 on Sunday. We'll see you there. Hats Friday, jerseys Saturday. Yep. Don't miss out. Come Two on men on, man. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. Back on the broadcast, thank you so very much for Stolting, who joined us, and absolute fire from the live chat. So... From the live chat, just over and over again, Yankees suck. So, yes. <laughs> yes on that one. And friend of the show, Freddie, not me, says Chipper Jones is given name as Larry Wayne Jones. Chipper is his nickname. And I tell you what, Larry Wayne, that's a bad one. Lar. That's a bad one. Lar Wayne. Lar Wayne. Lar. Van, you were saying during the break that you didn't have a cool nickname like I did. Growing up playing ball. Well, it depends on your perspective of what a cool nickname is. But right when I moved to Carlsbad, um, played basketball down the street at the park. And it was right after Informer came out by Snow. Oh, a banger. So for about a year, or at least that whole summer playing basketball, I was stuck with the moniker Snow. Uh, and I just leaned into it and acted like it was cool, even yeah. though I very much didn't like it. <laughs> So this would have been 92. 92 is when Informer by Snow came out. And then... Fifth grade, just moved to Carlsbad. A weekend, I get the nickname Snow. Oh, right out the bat. Yep. Oh. Robert, you you haggle a little bit on the court, right? You talk a little bit? Oh, all the time. All the time. Where do you learn that? (sighs) Household. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Household. You you know where I got my talk from? So growing up, when I was a kid, I used to love to see my my family and friends of the family play dominoes. Oh, play bones. Yeah, bones, yeah. 
That's where it came from. Mm-hmm. And you just you evolve off of that. That's where mine came from. I think it's it's a, like a super vital part of everything you do. Oh yeah. The you know, we were at uh, Brandon Ortega's bachelor party this past weekend. Rest in peace, Brandon Ortega. And <laughs> had a good run. Had a good run. Yep, good run, buddy. One of the good ones. I was doing introductions at the wedding, Rob. They had me do like the introductions, and I was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, star of TV and radio, Opie's <laughs> very own, three-time New Mexico Broadcaster of the Year, in his better half." Because you can't lose it. You can't ever lose that. Yeah. That's that's one there. So anyways, we're out. And uh, their guy's just playing pool. I can't even stand. I can't stand on the sideline and not talk during pool. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm not even in the game and I'm talking. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Why am I like this? That was me um, last year. Me and my buddy Six, we were in uh, St. Thomas. And the Airbnb we had had a dartboard. Yeah. We were up to like 3-4 every night. Shoulders sore, never played like that, <laughs> talking the most smack. And people were like, man, y'all were having a party. It's like, nah, we were just talking smack. <laughs> There's something about like bullying that is not always the negative that I think it's made out to be. I think there's like some important bullying when you're a kid. Because I think that's how you learn like social norms. Oh, you don't feel that way? Uh-oh. Well, I do, but I've had this conversation and kind of got in trouble with this sure. before because of the, the times that we're in now. You have, to, you have to be careful nowadays, especially with the B word. If I didn't catch bullying when I was a kid, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be this dude right now. Like, because right. I got like talked at. Yeah. I can hang now. It toughens you up. Yeah. It prepares you for the real world. Now it's different. It's different. I don't know. It is. I'm telling you, man. It's, I had to come to this conclusion. I was the same way. With the internet and all this stuff, it's a whole lot different. So going, going back to this Donaldson thing, you think this is ribbing or you think this is racist? No, this is absolute ribbing. That's all it is, right? Yeah. You can't it, get mad that someone calls you by the nickname you gave yourself. You that's a Be, good rib. You know, yeah. you know why? Because if a brother said it to him, then he would understand what it really was. And other people, too. Just because he wasn't black and called him Jackie. People who wasn't even there, right? they don't even know. They, they don't get the context of anything. Oh, he's racist. Like, you can't do that. No. When I saw the story, and then you hit, you know the backstory, you're like, oh, this is what it is. Yeah. You can hear him. <laughs> Look at Jackie over there. Duh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You Duh. can hear it in your head. I don't know. People are, it's, that's what I'm saying. This time is different now. It's different. It's weird. We we wouldn't be who we are without those dozens when we were younger, with all those oh yeah smack talking contests and just oh. making your friend like feel as horrible as possible when he hits you with one. You're like, oh, okay. To me, I used to go to school early just to have time to do this. Yes, sure. <laughs> like, sure. I'm getting to school yeah. a good thirty minutes early well, and, to and perform and bully and talk noise. I specifically, speaking of noise, yeah. have the exact same story where I go to school early yeah. and I walk into the free lunch cafeteria yes. for breakfast. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not here because I need it like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm here because I want to be. Like, exactly. Yes. What am I doing? Why well, am I like this? I had the same thing. I would do that. I would get there early. And be like, I wasn't here to get the free Cinnabons like you guys. No. I'm just here to make fun of you guys Duh. eating the free Cinnabons. I was the same kid. That was me. All day. That was me. And I, I had great satisfaction out of it. <laughs> same. Same. Yeah. The, the, the crazy part, my stomach would have been grumbling 
you never know it just because <laughs> I got nourishment from making fun of y'all. <laughs> That's the thing, too, about in using in like a sports atmosphere. It's an important part of the game. Yeah, if you don't have it, it's just it's boring. The, the guys that chirp, the guys that can just really fire, those dudes have a value over the dudes who can't. Mm-hmm. And especially like, hey, and it's a backfire value sometimes, too, because I want it. Because like if it's coming, if I'm in whatever I'm in, we're about to play celebrity softball with the isotopes. I dare. Oh, I'm coming with all the. I dare. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Hey, here's the. I'm learning. I'm getting source materials. I'm ready. <laughs> it gives you a literal leg up on the on the playing field. Oh yeah. I remember playing football and like. Oh. My me being like built like this, playing quarterback, yeah, and like yeah. the big dudes across the line, like, well, we coming for you. And then I fire back mm-hmm. with the stuff that used to come out of my mouth. Yeah. And they're just like, oh. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's not afraid. He's, he can't be intimidated. There's something that, and I think it translates to everything. Like, obviously, we're talking sports, the business world, I think. And I don't just mean like, oh, like, like, I'm not talking about targeting. I'm not talking about isolating an individual for anything outside their control. Right. Yes. But I'm talking like, you give me a well-educated, placed rib, mm. shoot, I'm done. Especially if you spin it off of something they originated. Duh. Yep. It's like this story. You started this, so I'm yep. going to use that. Sure. And I'll take the receipt on it, too. Like, if you got to give me a receipt afterwards, I earned it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wrote this check if I wasn't expecting a receipt. Exactly. I think when I was younger, I learned the fine line to like for who can't take it. Like there's certain demographics that can't take it. I didn't. And it, it, it was <laughs> Either, no, actually I did, but those were the ones that I was going super deep with. You went even harder on. Oh yeah, I was horrible. Well, am horrible. <laughs> like as an adult now, and like knowing who can handle it. Yeah, I will absolutely bring it. Mm-hmm. But there's certain populations where I don't mess with anymore. It's like, oh, you can't. They yeah. can't handle it. I'm not even going there. It took, a, it took a long time to learn that. Uh, that's the best thing about stand-up comedy. I don't have to care. Oh, for sure. You I got the, People yeah. are paying to be there, and you have a microphone in your face. Mm-hmm. That don't count. I'm talking like real life. in the streets, yeah. real mm-hmm. life. Yeah. yeah. Well, when your real life is a microphone, though, that's another thing, right? Because like, the, the best guys to ever do it don't separate it. Like it, Obviously, number one, Muhammad Ali. Number you can't. one. You can't. Like, Muhammad Ali is a better. Conor yeah. McGregor. Yes. Like All of them. They're better because yes. That's why I don't like when people will bring that up as being a negative for someone like that. Because if you take that away from them, they're not themselves. Not themselves. They're not as great yeah. as we see them to be. Sure. The obviously I I always do it. I'm going to do it, boys, and I'm sorry. You take the pro wrestling aspect of it. Oh, like, I was going to go there too. Yeah. All the best moments in the history of pro wrestling are not the actual competitions. They're not the actual wrestling matches or displays. They're guys on the microphone. Those are all the best parts. And that's why Tom Brady yelling at anyone yeah. is yelling at Tyron Matthew. Yeah. That's the best. That's the passion. Sure. Look at him. Like, He's competitive. Phil Rivers never won. <laughs> never. But he chirped. Talk the most. On the watch. <laughs> yep. Gary. Gary Payton, the glove. Oh. The glove yeah. just go. Yeah. At the end, you're like, what did he even just say? Yeah. Hey, but then there are guys who can't do it at all. They're the exact opposite. Ray Lewis. Where he just talk in a complete circle for multiple paragraphs. Yeah, see, he's yeah. trying to be inspirational, and all. I don't want to hear that. Mm-mm. <laughs> just be quiet. Like, no, throw me garbage. That's why Charles Barkley is who he is. That's I, exactly why Charles Barkley is who he is. I like reverse roasting people. 
Like just compliments. Say, like, just over. <laughs> just compliments that you they know that they don't deserve. You know what? It gets that, in their head. That way yeah. make people more mad than yeah. roasting or ribbing or anything like uh, that. Hey, why do why do you compliment my shoes? He hates these shoes. I could tell he hates these shoes. I don't. <laughs> you put and then, and then you start going in a circle. Yeah, and you get in off. your own head. Yeah, yeah. We uh, what does he mean? My mom's beautiful. We got. The- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. We got the big gong show this Saturday night at Fusion Theater. Come check that out with the boys, obviously. What do we? What is it at the door? Twelve bucks? Yeah, twelve bucks. Twelve. <coughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. My bad on that cough, boys. But put Van up there for a gong, and Van's just like compliment roasting the room. Oh man! Right, he like like you hand it off, like yeah, you're yeah. hosting, you hand yeah. it off, and Van's like, "Hey, Robert, you know, it's that, just checked it this morning. Credit score looking good." <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> you're like. What? <laughs> Man, you just, oh, I, I could just see you going clock rise yeah. to every judge up there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Steve, really proud of that personal growth. Keep it up, yeah. brother. Hey, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie Chavez is here from KRQE. Uh, congrats on not having to work the weekends anymore. Uh, people are like, is that a is that a joke or what? not? Yeah. Like, because she got a promotion. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the uncomfortable laughter comes in. Like, uh, 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 all right. Uh, oh god, that'd be so good. <laughs> Let's do it. Because you got two out. You got that, or you or you karaoke tequila. Those are like your only two options. And either way, you're going to get the exact same response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some Kaufman ask about that idea. Yeah, that that's <laughs> right up his alley. Mighty Mouse. Oh. AJ Przinsky was one. He could go. Oh yeah. Uh, any first baseman in Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember like uh, I, I must have been seventeen, seventeen, eighteen. I'm playing adult league softball for the first time. You know what I mean? It's like like my family's not there. I'm out there with a the squad, and I pick one at third, and I come up and I, I fired across the diamond, and I get the guy by a step. You know, like hot hit. Well, this is adult league softball, and afterwards I get a little fist pump. And then, like, the whole dugout from, like, the opposing team is like, yeah. oh, first out ever? So I'm like, oh, no. No, it's not. I swear I can make this play. But you're done because there's 12 little Sean Averys yelling at you. Yeah. And you're like, wait, you're so little, Sean. Yeah. Stop. Stop yelling at me. That's exactly what Patrick Beverly is. We're yeah. talking about that yeah. guy right yes. there. But then – I don't want to be that guy right now, especially not on Tim Anderson. Don't call me Jackie. Are you a little soft if you go up? Are you a little soft if you're like, hey, don't. Mm. This one's not for you. Less than 10% of Major League Baseball players are African-American. This one's not for you. It's down to 8% this year. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's the lowest in 40 years. Man, forget all that. Talk (laughs) your talk. People know what racist and racism is. This isn't it. Hey, we got. We can't bleed this over into that. I I think this isn't a big issue. I don't think there is any racial connotation, but there is a disturbing lack of people getting Josh Donaldson's back on this. Yeah, because of I the, haven't because heard of the all. R word. The R word scares people. They don't want robbed. To attached to robbed. <laughs> you talking Holly Holm got robbed? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. yeah, that's what it is, man. It, but then, okay, I'll say this. If it was racism, I'm I'm more mad it's only one game. <laughs> That's what I'm mad about. One game for racism? Okay. There's a couple dudes that are no longer with us that I th- I've talked about this a lot where a dude that I thought could have done a lot more post-playing career was John Randall. 
I thought John oh, Randall, yeah, who, who just had a mouth. He talked all the time. Like it's it, scary too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but did not live a very long life after the world of football. If if he still had opportunity now to speak on these kind of things and be, and be that kind of, I always thought that would be a an interesting one. But there's a bunch of dudes. Yeah, but then obviously I could be in San Leonardo, you know, like Warren Sapp and just a weirdo and a loser. Mm-hmm. Like, no, never meet your heroes. Never. This is why I don't like the mic'd up perception. Everybody loves when players are mic'd up. I don't. You don't get the real. Sure. They. Yeah. It's like, shut up. That's not how you talk. We need the X-rated version. Yeah. That they can't put on Disney-owned ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Put it on uh, HBO Max. Exactly. Or put it on Amazon or something and let them just talk how they really talk. A little bit of NFL talk. Whenever we get back. Also, just got a text from, all right, scratch everything you said. Eddie Nunez, whenever we get back, athletic director at UNM is going to join us. We'll give him a call during the commercial, and I'll rush out of it and get the sponsors when we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Special joining us right now because we had a text message that said we had to do it right now, and, I mean, that's the way it should be sometimes. Sure, that's it. Eddie Nunez, director of athletics for UNM. Eddie, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, we're about to laugh a lot. We're about to do a good job because we did a very good job this past weekend at the driver. UNM partnered with Cumulus in the cluster. And, Eddie, you unloaded, what, personally a 1,000 cars or something? <laughs> it was – I was amazed at how it, they just kept coming through and the line just literally felt like it just never never let go. I mean, that, that was – it was awesome. It was great. I couldn't even tell you the number, though. Eddie, how did your involvement come together with this project? Because it seems like you guys are so busy. Everything positive going on in the community, UNM Athletics is there. You know, I, it was actually when I was uh, at the station with um, with Jeff Simbieta, uh, Jeff, uh your, your boss, Barry, came by and basically said, hey, um, would this be something you think UNM would be interested in helping out with athletics? And I said, without a doubt. And from that point forward, we started collaborating and started working with each other. Originally, we wanted to do it here um, at our stadium, the, the drop-off. But unfortunately, just because there was so many events going on this weekend, this past weekend, we moved it over to, to the Cottonwood location. And um, as I said, I, to me, this, is, this was a, a no-brainer to, for, for us to continue to do what we can in our community. And our student-athletes want to, always want to be a part of it, our coaches and you know, this is – it's bigger than just UNM Athletics. It's bigger than just the UNM. It's its about our community. So whenever we can do things to partner up and make it better, that's what we're all in for. So how important is it for you, not just being the athletic director at UNM, just to have the university be ahead of something so great in the community? You know, I, I said this a little bit on Saturday. Um, having been through some of the experiences that I have had in, in, when I was in Louisiana – Many of natural disasters, I mean, I think it was like 13 or 14, whenever it was all said and done between hurricanes and floods and everything else that I, that I, was, that I had been a part of. I understood about being there as a university, being as a shelter. I mean, Katrina showed me firsthand that we had to make our facilities available. And, and you saw some of that with when we had COVID making our, you know, we, we opened up the pit. And this was another example of us trying to do what we can to give back. And what it showed me is exactly what what I've seen and since since arriving here in New Mexico is the Mexicans are resilient but we're all also about to about helping each other and you know we spend a lot of time and so does every this community about talking about all the negatives and I get it, it, it they're there 
But when you actually look into and say, what, what occurred this weekend, the amount of people that stepped up, there's a lot of great things happening, a lot of great people in this community, and that's what, that's what New Mexico's about. That's what, I mean, again, it's, it's about finding a way to help others in need and, and being there. And as the director of athletics, it's, our, it's my role to, to continue to show our student-athletes and our coaches that, hey, look, when I, when I say I want to be part of the community, it's, it, it, what you see is what you get. Did you get the final number of trucks on the way out, Eddie? Did anyone report that to you? No, no. I, I knew I, they had done three about uh, three and a half or so, almost four when I was when I left about right around two o'clock. So Van ended up filling out another one. So we had five box trucks, five of all of the supplies. Everything that was asked for was brought by some individual and Eddie, you were talking about how we moved it from the UNM location kind of last minute to Cottonwood. It ended up being mm-hmm. a little bit of a blessing though, didn't it? Being so the proximity to that Sam's club right there and the Albertsons and that Costco, <laughs> there were people who were, I think you said hello to the same car like three times. Yeah. There were some people that came by and kept saying, so what else do you need? <laughs> as much as we told, we told them we don't need anything in particular. People are doing a great job. Thank you for everybody coming out. They would, just do what they do best and said, you know what? They would drive to the lows of the Sam's Club or something and pick up a whole nother wave of stuff. And so, no, it, it was unbelievable to see. I mean, thank you to everybody who did come through there because I know they took time out of their Saturday to make it happen as well. So, no, it, it, it was it was a great location for, for the purpose that we had it for. Yeah, we mentioned uh, UNM Athletics is, is all over uh, the town doing great things in the community. Can you speak a little bit on the community here, the giving spirit of uh, Burkenos and, and New Mexicans? Yeah, it's um, uh, it's something that we've been working for. I mean, when I arrived here, I knew there was a lot of um, past history that maybe not did not allow us to to fully have the the fan base or the community fully embrace us just because of trust or whatever. And we've worked really hard and. Our coaches have led the charge with our student athletes and everything that we can be a part of from community events to reading to, I mean, we had football players go read at Annunciation Church and uh, Catholic school. We had them, we have our student athletes being a part of the ALS, um, a part of the Special Olympics. We had probably every, and again, it's a difficult time right now because most of our student athletes have already gone home, school's over. But we, we were able to form a tunnel from one side of the, of the field to the other on Saturday night after – or excuse me, Friday night. Friday night after our golf tournament with spirit, track student-athletes, uh, uh, tennis student-athletes, golf, coaches for all the Special Olympic uh, athletes to go through. And you would have thought, you know, again, to be able to do those kind of things for our community, for those that just appreciate the little things and just – having global Louie or somebody out there so the kids could see that's a, those are the things that, that really make us um, step up and show everybody that, that it's, it's, again, it's bigger than sports. You know, I tell our fans all the time, it's about our student athletes. It's about their giving them an opportunity to, to show them how they, how, how, how great this community is. But when our student athletes turn around and do the same and they can see how they're impacting this community, that's, that makes it truly a special special uh, opportunity for us as, as leaders. Speaking of the student-athletes, um, is this something that is verbalized to them or communicated 
to the athletes when they're coming to UNM. Like, this is something that we want our athletes to be about, be a part of the community, be a big um, asset to the people in the city as well. Yeah, heck, my coaches. I think if you ask all the, all the coaches that I've been uh, – that I've actually hired and those that are that are here that, that, are, that were part of when I first arrived, that's been a huge emphasis since day one for me is, look, I want you to understand that it's not just a coaching job. It's I want you engaged with the community. I'm not asking you to be here for 50 years as a coach. I'm asking you to be all in while you're here. And while they yeah. do that, mm. I want you to tell your student-athletes that this is part of that life journey that we want to do. It's look, teaching them, getting them to know the, the ability to have them in front of not just community individuals, but potentially business leaders that are going to help them one day get a job. So, no, it's, it's a huge emphasis for us. It's a huge emphasis that I, I ask of them, understanding that their, their time's already pulled in every direction possible. But this is one of those no-brainers. And every time we've asked, every student-athlete has jumped in. I mean, Fred, you saw it firsthand. I mean, our, 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 our spirit squad was out there in ways, and they were smiling, picking up, you know, pallets of water and this and that. And it was just didn't matter what it was. They made it, they made it special, and they, made, and they had a great time doing it. As you were unloading uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of donations from individuals in the community, uh, you also booked a United game at the soccer park tomorrow night. <laughs> we did. We did. A testament to my staff. They found a way. Um, you know, Peter Trevisani and his group reached out said, look, we're in a bind. Can you help us out? And honestly, in the beginning, you start thinking about it. We're, we're in a kind of unusual time right now. We don't have any more sports on campus. So many of our concessionaires and everybody else have reduced their staff considerably. So um, and our staff, our event staff, a good percentage of them work isotopes games. And there's an isotopes game that same day. So we we were a little bit kind of taken back and said, let's see if we can make this happen. And today, as of this, honestly, I just spoke to uh, Ed Montanars and my staff a little bit ago, and they Thank said it's, it's a done deal. We're, we're making it happen. So a testament to our staff for finding a way to say, you know what, it's not going to be perfect. It isn't. But you know what? They're going to be able to play. They're going to be able to play here in Albuquerque, and that's that's one of the most important parts of it. Some big additions to uh, Lobo basketball, the men's squad. When when you talk about Albuquerque and you talk about the uh, University of New Mexico, how do you sell these young individuals to hop into Transfer Portal, come here, this is a great place to play, this is a great program? What are you telling them? Well, first of all, I'm not helping them get in the transfer portal. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, uh, That's my job. No, we, what we tell them is, you know, I think, I think when you're talking about the sport of basketball, first of all, there's a lot to put on the table when you talk about having an ability to play in the pit. And even last year on, with all the challenges that were in front of us from the masks to the vaccinations and everything that we, were, we, had, we, were, we, we worked with, we still had a great turnout. Now, they know what the pick magic is about. They've seen it. They, most of them uh, are, are, want to be a part of that. So that's a huge selling point in itself. And be able to be with a coach like, like Coach Patino, who's, who develops them, and Mike Bradbury, who's, who's been able to show year in, year out success, that is part of the selling point. I mean, having a, a, a well, it's a little bit cloudy today, but I think 350 plus days of sunshine also doesn't hurt. Um, but they see the opportunity to get better. We are a, a program that we want the best of the best, but 
if even if you're the best of the best, we're going to help you develop. And I think in every sport, from soccer to softball to baseball to track to cross country to the tennis, and I mean every one of them, their emphasis has to be that we're going to develop our student athletes to the best of our ability. And that's that's shown. I mean that's why we led the country last year in number of conference championships. And and we're going to continue that because again, it's it's an emphasis we emphasize with our student, our coaches. And when transfers look at this and say, you know what, if you're going to help me develop and get to that next level, then then I'm all in. Henny Nunez, thank you so much. We told you five thirty. It's five thirty-two. That's like pretty close. That's a pretty good job. You guys so, are good. Eddie, no worries. I appreciate you guys always having me on, man. Good dude. Good athletic director. Good program. All they do is help. That's all they do. The best. Lucky to have them. Got to grab one. When we get back, there's a lot on the plate, boys. We're going to go NFL real heavy. Obviously, my favorite hockey story of the year took to the playoffs. Very excited to share this with you. A little bit of golf talk as well because uh, I don't know. If, I mean, we stay busy, but there's a big golf tournament this past weekend. We got to heard about it. Make sure the boys touch on that. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And, uh, boys, I enjoy a little sip of that Teller Vodka. <laughs> it's New Mexico's Vodka, baby. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D Sports Animal. Big thank you to Eddie Nunez who just joined us. 538. So if you left work four minutes late, you've been in the car for four minutes. What? Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? Why would I do the math like you gotta that? You got to say that again. I didn't. All right. So the Browns, the Cleveland Browns boys, they said, listen, we will pay a quote unquote good chunk of Baker Mayfield's money if you just take Baker Mayfield from us. Trade us anything. We want to pay him to not play for us. That's how we feel about Baker Mayfield. I don't want a large Farva. <laughs> I want a GD leader of Baker. Teams are a little more interested, right? Right? You think Baker Mayfield is somewhere in the 15 to 20 range, right? He's yep. one of the 20 best quarterbacks on the planet, and nobody wants him. Nobody wants him Nobody for wants the it. price, man. Well, we're about to find out who wants him for what price. How much My, money does the Browns have? Jeez, they just two hundred forty million at least. That's what I'm saying. That's how much they gave Deshaun. Yeah, and they're and they're willing to pay whoever to take Baker off their hands. Hey, two hundred forty million will pay off a lot of civil lawsuits because that's where half of that money's going. So accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The best quarterback on the Steelers is not Kenny Pickett. It is Mitchell Trubisky. I'm going to say yes. Yep. But he is, at best, the 30th quarterback in the league. (laughs) He's the 30th best starting quarterback in the league. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm joking. I'm not. He's not in the top 25, though. No. He's in the last five. Yeah, he is. He's he's between 25 and 35, which means there are backups who are better than him. Mm. You're not wrong. Do the Steelers add a fifth quarterback in Baker Mayfield? No way. They're not going there. They got Mason Rudolph. Well, they could. They they had Antonio Brown. <laughs> like, <laughs> they could handle it. <laughs> they, did, they haven't let that PR part of the team go yet. They just <laughs> hand you over to Baker Mayfield. Now that 
the Browns are willing to pay off a quote big chunk or a good chunk of this contract, you're going to see Baker Mayfield in baby blue sometime this week because he's going to be a Carolina Panther. Mm. Watch. Poor Sammy D. Watch. Poor Sammy D. That's yeah. an obvious move. Darnold is in the 32 to 35. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be somebody's best backup. He's not supposed to be a him, starter. Him and uh, Cam. Right? <laughs> Let's be real, both of them. If you can get Cleveland to eat $10 million, that means you're probably paying $10 million. And $10 million for a starting quarterback is a steal. Steal. First-round pick. He's won a playoff game. He's had top ten stats a couple years when he was healthy. Yeah, I mean, well. yeah, that playoff game is worth at least the contract. Yeah. Also, if I'm Carolina, which I'm not, I just send Sam Darnold over there and just call the swapsies. Oh, yeah, we got this. Yeah. Yeah, Here's, whatever. I'll take on your problem. Here's ours. Their problem was way lesser. Yeah. Big, big time. Also, and it's just a distraction, right? It's just for distraction purposes. Why wouldn't you want Baker Mayfield being your backup? He's he's immediately the best backup in the league. How do you feel about like unusual forms of measurement? What do you mean? Cuz I don't know what a big chunk is. Like banana for scale? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, like what is a big yeah. chunk? Like horsepower? Hmm. Half. That's half, right? Yeah. Call it half. Yeah. yeah. 65%? Sure. Because I think once you get over 50, that's like you say majority, right? So, yeah, half. Big Chunk is half. I agree. Big Chunk is like 10 mil. He's owned 18 mil. Mayfield for 8 million is a steal. Big, oh, yeah. Anything under double digits is a steal. Any, do, do the Tennessee Titans kick the tires? They have to because their quarterback's garbage. Ryan Tannehill. He's terrible. I think Baker Mayfield can be more of a playmaker in that offense than Tannehill. Nah, because you got to remember who they drafted. Didn't they draft Willis? Oh, they did draft Willis. Yeah. So why would you want another yeah, distraction? You, yeah, that would really mess up their – their locker room's already messed up because of what Tannehill said. Yeah. I'm not helping him. Yeah. Oh, why? Because he's the Jackie. <laughs> Just playing. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're a team who knows you're about to lose your quarterback? What if you're Arizona? Uh, they're trying to do that. That would be a super downgrade. Yeah. Yeah. But if push comes to shove, that's who they have to go with. I don't know. Baker Mayfield is kind of like the Diet Coke of Kyler Murray. He's just like not as good of a version, not as big of an arm, not as fast. Well, and I feel like Justin Fields is the Diet Coke of Baker Mayfield. So You think so? Send him to Chicago. I'll take Fields upside. Yep. I'm with you on that. I'll take Fields upside. I would not. Over what Baker's shown you. I think, Give me Taysom Hill. Like, no. <laughs> that's your <laughs> answer crazy. for everything. Speaking of those... Lower level quarterbacks, yeah, he's in it. <laughs> he's not even an upper level tight end. <laughs> Mid level tight end. I just can't. I can't play in Cleveland. 
If I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm like every day I'm at the office. I'm like, please, please, guys, please, please, just, anything, please. Just let him go to Seattle. That's who needs a quarterback. Just let him go there and just forget about it. Yeah. Then, then again, we aren't considering one of my favorite stories of the year. Which is? is Carolina came out and said there was mutual disinterest (laughs) baker mayfield oh my god that's got to be one of the funniest press releases how would you feel if you read that yourself and it's you how are you're you're baker mayfield and you read that it doesn't matter what he thinks or not because there's obvious disinterest (laughs) from one it doesn't matter if it's mutual or not only one party has to have disinterest you don't need mutual disinterest baker mayfield is the dude who reads everything with his name in it right Oh, oh yeah, oh, most yeah. definitely. He don't skip nothing. Mm-hmm. You get you can have an egg as an icon on Twitter, and he's reading when you talk about him. But he's he's a guy who we know he he, you know, it's a chip on his shoulder for everything. Sure. But he doesn't use it. Right, you're just mad. Yeah. What are you What are you using it for? Where are you conveying that energy into? Nothing. He's the type to put his own commercials on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> to <laughs> just, see, just just yeah. to see the reviews. Actually, they're pretty good. Actually, they're pretty good. They are. That's, that's the best way, part. Way better. I, yeah, way better than his play on the field. Mm-hmm. He'd have thicker skin if he was bullied a little bit as a kid. Oh, oh. there we go. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of bullying. Okay. okay. So we're going to end the show with the I-9 Varsity of bullying. Two men on. This could get spicy. Mm-hmm. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. This spring, let Audible bring a smile with comedy, sci-fi, thrillers, or whatever you love listening to. From audiobooks to exclusive originals to podcasts, find it all on Audible. Sign up and start free at audible.com. This report is sponsored by Audible. Well, traffic right now, things looking better here in the metro. Still have a couple of slow spots, though. Southbound or 925 from Osuna to about Montgomery is moving slow. And we're seeing some slowdowns westbound on I-40 as you approach cores. And those slowdowns are going to last until Unser. This message is brought to you by Blake's Burger. Head to Blake's Burger this morning, tomorrow morning, and every morning. Your tummy and taste buds will thank you. Your choice of seven amazing burritos, two breakfast sandwiches, and great coffee are waiting for you. Blake's Burger, a lot of great breakfast served until 11 a.m. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Shop in-store or online at AmericanHome.com. They guarantee you'll pay less. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. This is Maggie Gray with the CBS Sportsman. It's sponsored by Dell. For your small business needs, call the Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Feels odd to call it a redemption story for Andrew Wiggins, but his breakout game three in the Western Conference Finals was certainly a statement, guarding Luka Doncic on one end while chipping in 20 points per game on the other. The player, once nicknamed Maple Jordan for his Canadian roots, is making the most of his opportunity. It's pretty sweet. I'm Maggie Gray. Registration is now open for the Lobo Cancer Challenge. Cancer affects us all, and you can unite with us against cancer and raise money for the UNM Comprehensive Cancer Center. Choose your challenge for this September 24th event, and every dollar raised supports cancer patients, cancer research, outreach, and training right here in New Mexico. Sign up now or get more details right now online at LoboCancerChallenge.org. 
What's all the buzz about cleaning your nose, nasal hygiene, and navage, navage, navage? The science is simple. Your nose is the body's air filter for trapping allergens and viruses, but it's not perfect. Like washing your hands and brushing your teeth, it's time to start cleaning your nose, too. Navage uses powered suction to pull saline in one nostril to the back of the nose where most allergens and viruses multiply, then flushes them out the other nostril before they reach your lungs. My name's Martin Hoke, and I didn't invent nasal irrigation. It's been around thousands of years. I did invent Navage to make it easy for everyone. In less than 30 seconds, you can clean your nose. And because it's all natural and drug-free, it's safe to use Navage every single day. Are you ready to join nearly 3 million people who use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier? At Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can help you protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. And if something wasn't mentioned that you had in mind, find out if it can be covered at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE, because it probably can be. Did you know the average home loses 25 to 40% of heated and cooled air through cracks and crevices in the duct system? Daniel's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning offers the AeroSeal process to seal, reinforce, and energize your duct system. How about an average energy savings of 30% while drastically increasing your comfort? Call my friends at Daniel's today and ask about AeroSeal for your home, 898-8860. You want it right, right today. Get it done the Daniel's way. Daniel's Plumbing, Heating, and Air. I'm attorney Kevin Rowe. We see it every day. People hurt in car wrecks being misled by the insurance companies in order to minimize the amount of money they have to pay. When the insurance company tells you you don't need an attorney, that's when you know you need an attorney. Want a fair settlement? Don't attempt to deal with the insurance company on your own. Call Lerner and Rowe Injury Attorneys today at 544-4444. We'll fight hard to get you all the money you deserve and keep you out of the courtroom. Can get you more. Call 544-4444. Insurance Research Council, July 2014. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays at 10. Smooth as ever. Smooth as ever. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Tiger Woods should retire. Tiger Woods should quit right now. Tiger Woods, the worst. For those not joining us in the live chat on Facebook, my name today is Retire Woods. <laughs> so, there's that. I tried to tell y'all. You didn't want to listen. I mean, he's done. He should not have been playing at all. Not even this tournament or just any others. He shouldn't have came back that fast. Never. Whether he can get it back or not, you can't get it back. Like. He almost lost his leg, and he's back in nine months. Nah, man. That's his ego. You need more time. Now you're just making it worse for yourself. He withdrew. Nah, he quit. Yep. There it is. Withdrew. Withdrawal. No, you quit. You withdraw a bank account. You quit a tournament. (laughs) Exactly. Did you know 78th place gets you like 24 grand? He still made the cut. I'll take it. He didn't get no money, though, because he... He quit. Quitta. The twenty so the PGA championship purse, get this. Two point seven to Justin Thomas, who was gifted who was gifted the tournament mm. from Will Zalatoris. Oh, I thought you were gonna say he was gifted the tournament because Tiger quit. Nah. 
This Will is out. Hey, Justin Thomas did not win. Will lost. The Zalatoris? Yeah, Zalatoris just lost it. It's like the what the the guy at the top of the boat. Is that what the Zalatoris is? I don't get. Just call him that's the, okay. Yeah. I just call him the guy at the that's top okay. of the boat. Yeah, <laughs> what is is the that man, like, the man on the boat? Like is Zalatoris? Like iceberg right ahead. <laughs> is it that guy? Uh, yeah, that's that's who it is. That's totally who it is. Your boyfriend Roy McElroy finished in eighth. Xander Shoffley's my guy. Oh, okay. Just because I like saying Xander Shoffley out loud. Cause, just because you only recently learned who Abraham Answer is in Seamus Power. Um, okay, whoa, whoa, hold on. Whoa. Say that last one? Seamus Power. Seamus Power? That's a guy. That's better than the Gooch guy. <laughs> I just looked up Zalatoris, and he looks exactly like his name. <laughs> You know what he didn't look like on Sunday? A winner. Mm. He's young. He's yeah, I was going to say, he's only 25. He's Give him a chance. Hotness. He's yeah. on the come up. He don't know how to play. Look at that second picture there, Van. <laughs> it's crazy. He looks 12. You know what this guy is? He's mad when he's standing next to me, belly up to the bar, and I get served before him. That's what this guy looks like. This is a dude, Will Zalatoris, who if you roast in, I don't know, like a playoff of the PGA Championship, cannot hang. Oh, no. He's blowing up. That playoff hole? Bad shot, bad shot, bad shot, bad shot. That was it. I just recapped it for you. Mm-hmm. Can't drive. Can't show. Oh, he ends up in the rough. You're about six feet off a makeable putt. You're garbage. I am legit making my surprise face that he is from Plano, Texas. This- <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Plano, Texas. I've been to Plano. This looks like Plano, Texas. <laughs> Plano, Texas is ketchup and bologna sandwiches. A lot of thumbs for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> this he this is the type of guy that refers to mayonnaise as zesty. Oh, you've been to Zaxby's? Yeah, they, they got a horse. They got a zesty mayo there. <laughs> hey guys, um, I planned out a road trip. So that every time every time we stop for gas on our road trip, we're gonna be able to hit a Lowe's that has a checkers. So we're gonna be able to get chicken sandwiches. Do you that's that's, that's him right there that's because him. while you were talking, I was just looking at his picture. He was saying that to me. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do you guys have any fruit gum? This cinnamon is way too spicy for me. <laughs> I don't like dentine. Oh, <laughs> He's got a. He has to cut his Listerine. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, waitress. I um. Listerine. This ranch dressing is a little too spicy when it's cold. Do you have any room oh, temperature? <laughs> I went to the Cracker Barrel today for lunch, boys. Tell you what. Everyone looked like Will Zalatoris. Right. Oh, <laughs> there we go. He's at every table. <laughs> oh gosh. Now, if he refers to you as Jackie. Whole another story. You know, you know. <laughs> he actually means Jackie Moon. He's a big Will. He's a big Will Ferrell guy. Sponsors at the top of the hour. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Six o'clock. From the live chat, friend of the show Craig is worried about the Patriots' offensive. <laughs> 
plans this year, Judge and Patricia as OC candidates. No thanks, the dynasty days are over. Yeah, they were over when Tom Brady left. Mm-hmm. It was not Bill Belichick, it was Tom Brady. As both. It was both of them together. Uh, I think that Tampa Bay championship proved that. The Bills will run away with the division, but Patriots probably get another wild card this year. Oh, no. No? <laughs> oh, no. If they don't win the division, they're out of there. The AFC is too tough. I agree that the AFC is too tough. Yeah. Tyreek and the Dolphins are going to take second place? Nah, I think. Oh, everyone from the West. Is there winning. we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the division winners and then the AFC West mm-hmm. is going to the playoffs. Yep. Toxicology came back on Dwayne Haskins. You boys see this? I did, unfortunately. You see this, Rob? No, I didn't. Point two four. Whoa. That is three times the legal limit. Dwayne Haskins, uh, former quarterback for the Washington Commanders, uh, sadly lost his life. I'm, that was very recent. I was I, I thought I had the date right it's here. It's still fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thought I had the thought it was right here in front of me. It is not. It's like a couple of months ago. So obviously there was some conversation about him and uh kind of some of the decisions he's made in his life and he was walking alongside the highway being out of gas it was claimed which I'd be hard for me to argue that I don't I don't know how that would not be true. Yeah. But in an inebriated state to where his blood alcohol level was 0.24. So that would be Oh, eight is the legal limit. That's mm-hmm. my understanding. Correct. Yep. So that's like almost three times. Correct. If you're going to get that drunk, don't run across an interstate. Oh, my God. Don't don't be near a car. Don't get in your car. Another situation uh, that could have been avoided with an Uber. It's hard for me to hear these stories of young millionaires just not getting a car. Right. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Your team has a private driving service. The team stopped doing that. The NFLPA does it now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. The I Ubered home Friday night. You know why? Don't care about 30 bucks. Yep. At all. Here's a little bit of a narrative I'm going to run by you, Rob. What's up? Kind of the story from the commanders was uh, he was coming home from an early morning workout. That was the story they were spinning. How you feel about that? Oh man, that's that's wrong. Well, I I was going to talk about the wife. Now you throw that on top of it. Everyone was lying. That wasn't his wife in the car. No, that was, no. But the wife did make the nine one one call. Yeah, I believe she knew. Then the other lady knew. Then the commanders knew, and they still lied about everything, knowing this was going to come out. Knowing this was going to come out. Is this the last straw for Snyder? No. No? No. They, he's I, gotten away with so much. Snyder's going nowhere. He, but he is because he stole money from his fellow billionaires. That's going to get him out. Not this stuff. If anything will get him out, it's that because it's money. All this other stuff when it comes to uh, just being a good person and all this, uh, they don't care. I think we're just so desensitized to his antics. It's like when Elon Musk does something stupid on Twitter or Donald Trump says something crazy. Dan Snyder does something controversial. 
Like we're like, oh, again. Ah, uh, that's him. Oh, he gonna get slapped on the wrist for this again, and get away with this again. I, look, people aren't gonna like this, but that's what you get when you're rich. That's yeah. a part of it. Get over it. That's how I, I used to be one of those people to be like, ah, these guys are getting away. Get rich so you can do it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You don't have the same privileges of rich people, so stop trying to think they are supposed to live their lives like us brokies. They don't they don't live that life. The sorry people is who you're talking about. <laughs> yes. We're the sorry people. Yeah. That's that's the hierarchy of life. You know what's interesting about my life, like financially? I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I pay my bills. I got some spending money. Here's the thing. I'm super broke. Mm. Yeah. But I'm not. But I'm super broke. Mm-hmm. In the scheme of things. If you want to count my house, I have, like, negative money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even have to go that far. Just count my pockets. <laughs> you broke, guys. <laughs> okay. Maybe you only got 20 bucks in your account. I have negative 94000 <laughs> <laughs> What I'm about to say is going to be sad, not going to be surprising. Everyone kind of thought this was the narrative out of the gate. Yes. And there was an effort made to make it not the narrative. Remember the media guy who they attacked? Gil Brandt. Who said it? Mm -hmm. This guy has been this since I've known him, since college, since all of this. And everybody was like, oh, it is so insensitive. When when does the truth be what it is? Just because someone lost their life, but if that's the truth, you should be able to speak it. Well, and uh, that's the thing. That's for that's serious. That, there, there's a person in my life who won't name on this radio show, who, as a young adult, hit a child running into the street chasing a ball, like that classic situation you learn about driving, right? And that child did not live, and this okay. person in my life. Has lived with that burden forever. Mm-hmm. Like, no criminal anything, no sort of, this is an accident. The person driving this truck that hit Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah. Like, hey, I get it. It's it's good that Dwayne didn't hit anyone with his car and kill anyone. But, like, but you still have a victim. Forever, ever. Yep, yep. It is a, just a rich travesty, tragedy. Yeah. And when is the right moment to release that information? Like, do you. How exhaustive do you have to be on your research into the event? Well, uh, my thing is... wait for, like, police records to be... My thing is you don't say anything until the facts are there. Yes. Like, it's okay to say condolences and all this, but to build the character up to where you know that it's not, because what's going to happen is the truth's going to come out and everyone's going to be stupid. You say this all the time, Van. You just say, I need more data. need more data. Yep. Like, and I think, and that's tough with the 24 hour get out in front of a news cycle to where it's not, we don't know yet, but we're sad. You should be able to say, yeah, we don't know yet, but we're sad because a life is lost. You're going to be sad. But as far as the specifics and all that, like, that's where I didn't, uh, I didn't like that. You know, everyone sitting at this table has a good sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Sure. And, And everyone sitting at this table knows about, well, what's really too soon? Is it too soon to make a joke? Probably not. Is it too soon to assault someone's character without the knowledge of the event? Mm-hmm. Always. I yep. agree. That yep. is always well, too yep. soon. And, you know, Gil Brandt, who caught some heat, he's with the uh, NFL channel on Sirius, he was saying stuff about his character. Yep. And it's like, okay, he caught some heat. Now, if the if the Redskins, excuse me, if the commanders were to be like, 
Um, hey, late last night, uh, three times the legal limit, Dwayne Haskin was trying to play Frogger in low light. You're like, well, that's too soon. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't yeah. know enough yes. yet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's, you don't have to go that dramatic to the, to the light, but same way, you don't just make up a lie. You don't fabricate an mm-hmm. entire story. Yeah. Cause then you end up where we're currently at. Also, this accident happened at like 6 a.m. Like the three of us, I'm not going to say we're professional level, but uh, the three of us can go. Yes. Mm-hmm. The three of us. They often do. Yes. Yeah. And I'm literally paying for it right now. Because <laughs> we celebrate Friday hard. and Sunday. Yes. Wore your boys out. Yes. And if you're going to be at .24 at 6 a.m., that means you were greater than .3 oh, at 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is correct. Or even midnight. Even midnight. Yeah. It's just crazy. Ugh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. You think Dan Snyder's out? Or do you think this has any sort of impact on those conversations that the owners are currently having about moving him out? But that's all just the money stuff, right? Yeah, that's this has nothing to do with it. They're going to yeah, – he's Teflon Dan. It, he's had scandal after scandal after scandal and got away with everything. Yeah. It's like every year this happens, they talk about getting rid of him. But now I think they actually will because he messed with their money. Having nothing to do with the weird sex stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Having nothing yeah. to do to mismanagement or ripping off season ticket holders. Having nothing to do with the uh, Haskins cover-up. Having mm-hmm. nothing to do with the uh, the email gate. Mm-hmm. They mess, He messed with their money. That's when you're out. You're that's, out of the club. Yeah, that's when they draw the line. In, you can't be in the club anymore. Yeah. That's the rule of the club. We don't mess with our money. We don't hire Colin Kaepernick back. There's two things. There's two rules. <laughs> There's two rules of NFL owner club. There's something too about like the player aspect and the ownership aspect because I don't know what Dwayne Haskin drives. I have no idea. I promise you, it's nicer than what we drive. Mm-hmm. Got to be nicer than my Prius. Yeah, got to be very, nice. very low bar. Yeah. Hey, you know what's really nice? My 2015 Chevy Colorado gets me around town. It's got fuel efficiency. I can lug. I can lug things. It ain't a two hundred thousand dollars sports car because you know that's what he had. And that's the yeah. thing with at this level where it's like you never, you never stop trying to like go over, like you got a two hundred thousand dollars sports car, you want to drive your two hundred thousand dollars sports car. That's why you don't call that Uber service you were talking about. No, today. you got to be seen in that. Yeah, and he was in Miami. That's a good point. You come on now. Florida's ice hockey team recently left Miami to mm-hmm. go to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about how they took a little bit of Miami with them. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. And uh, I'm drinking a little bit of coffee right here, please. Tastes a little bit better with some Teller Vodka, and I promise you it would. Oh, yes, sir. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We are 12 short minutes away from Jessica Armillo joining us. She's the regional personal training manager at New Mexico Sports Alonis. We're going to talk about the three trailer loads of donations that they brought this past Saturday to your boys. All right, boys. I work at a radio show. I work at a radio station. I don't work at a rumor mill like you two, constantly spreading rumors. (laughs) Where are we going with this one? Rumor has it that Florida Panthers players were out partying in Tampa strip clubs till 3 a.m. the night before their big game. 
which I guess would have been yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yes, they were. This is not a rumor. This is 100% what should happen when you're an NHL player. They got to get their scoring up. <laughs> oh gosh. What's the problem? They didn't play till next the next night, right? Don't matter. Tonight before, Van. Gotta get rust. Okay, I have seven a, Eastern. I have it's five I, o'clock. I have a question, you guys. Is it about getting your power play I'm sorry, is it about getting your PP up? <laughs> if I walk into a strip club, I would not know if anyone was a hockey player. How did they know? Beards and uh, broken how did, teeth. How did they know? When you got like. I can't identify, but three hockey players. 12 fit dudes with beards over 6'3". And, chi- and chipped like chiclets right in the uh, front. Every, everyone is missing one tooth. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And also whenever they run their like debit cards like at the ATM that charges you $10 every time you take cash out. They have those weird Russian letters on their yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. They're like, okay, mister, I'm not trying this. Here, no. Here's your card. But yeah. doesn't all of those have Putin's face on them anyway? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is this correct? Your name doesn't have any vowels, sir. The guys who get mad at Van for wearing a yellow top and blue shorts, they're like, they're like that's a little too Ukraine, bro. <laughs> Hey, we're a Tampa Bay Lightning. We play on the same team. <laughs> you are Ukraine. I am Russia. It is fine. We are friends on ice. We are friends at strip club. For now. Dance on me. <laughs> and they're going to sweep this thing. Uh, and, yeah. they, and they should say that's the reason why. Yeah. Actually, here's the, here's the plot twist you boys didn't think about. Who's the best player on the Lightning? Patrick Maroon, probably. Patrick Maroon's like, hey guys, um, I'll cover, I'll get the cover. Just go hang out all night. <laughs> That's the move. Yeah. Send them. Breaking news. Oh, please. Florida Panthers just acquire James Harden. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna tell them where the where the real strip clubs are. Yeah, let me show you boys how to do this. Get out of the spearmint rhino, fellas. They don't care. These players don't care. They're going to get swept. They don't care. They don't care at all. Hey, we don't care about the captain. We don't care about the locker room. We don't care about the coach. We, for 100%, don't care about the fan base. Let's go. Here's the thing. I'm actually on their side about this. I don't. I also don't. Oh, an adult gets to do what he wants with his free time? Yeah. How novel. You just lose three in a row. Three in a row. You just lose three in a row. You're like, okay. You got to switch it up somehow. Got to make the best of it. Yes. You're not going to turn your hat inside out. Go to the strip club. Get a rally dance. Or get your stupid monkey. Update. There's 11 minutes and 15. Get your stupid monkey. There's 11 minutes and 15 (laughs) seconds left in the second period, and the Tampa Bay Lightning are up one goal to zero against the Florida Panthers, and they're going to sweep this thing. Yeah. Sweet. Good for you guys. You made it pretty far. I'm talking about at the club. 3 a.m. is pretty good. <laughs> I was asked to leave an establishment Friday night. And when I was asked to leave with an unnamed friend of the show, at the end I thought, this is the most polite way you could ask people to leave. Like, this is very kind. It is 3 a.m. I'm very sorry I'm still here. Why are there no Ubers in town? 
I pay ten dollars for bonus Uber, like the movie to the front of the line Uber. Mm. I still couldn't get an Uber because they don't want to pick anybody up from downtown at three in the morning. I literally—it's so funny you're saying this. Yeah, I hoofed it past Broadway and Central, came yeah. through, and then it came through. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Friend of the show, who will remain unnamed, says. You got to hoof it past Broadway and Central. <laughs> he knew the protocols. Yeah. Also, Broadway and Central at three in the morning is not the Central that I'm regularly familiar with. This is Mad Max stuff. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Broadway and Central. This is the walk. Oh yeah, the walk from. You got to yeah. go past the bus station. You got to go oh. underneath the bridge. I learned yeah. who runs Barter Town. Yeah. Friday night, and it was Master Blaster. He is the one who runs Barter Town. Okay. You're Thunderdome in it when you walk under that bridge. 100% you're Thunderdome in it. A couple quick minutes on Heat Celtics. Miami's up 2-1. They're going to go up 3-1. My boys are done. I don't think Boston's got it in them. How do you feel about that? Uh, I like Boston's chances. Uh, no Tyler Hero. Jimmy Butler's limping. Literally no loss with Tyler Hero being out. I was going to say, he hasn't done a thing. He's terrible. I will kindly disagree. I picked, I mean, <laughs> I picked the Celtics, but here I am shortchanging the Heat, mm-hmm. the best record in their conference. Yeah. Number one seed. Been doubting them all year. Been talking smack about them all year. They're not that good, but here they are again. They don't have a lot of star power, but they put it together and play great. Miami? Miami, yeah. No, you stop. They have everyone's father. Like who? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy. Arguably the best two-way player in all of basketball. He's about to end up in that Charles Barkley conversation, though, and I'm dead serious. If he don't win a ship, he's forever the dude who'd never won a ship because hmm. he's that good. Hey, yeah. big, big kudos to Jimmy Butler, though, for doing it himself, not just joining an already established team and right. trying to do the big three thing like everyone else is doing. He did, every team that's gotten rid of him or traded him got – Way worse as soon as he left. Hey, when he left the Bulls, like, I was low-key heartbroken. Because I was, a like, you know where I grew up? I grew up in, I grew up in St. Louis. Like, it's, the Bulls were my squad. Right. Jimmy Butler was my father. Mm. <laughs> He's in Miami? Gotta, he has to hang out with that loser, Tyler Hero, who sucks. Tyler Hero has the best-looking shot that doesn't go in. <laughs> Every time he shoots, I'm like, oh, that is beautiful. It's going in. No. Like he could do instructional videos. Yeah. But, but then but you just edit. Don't show, the yeah, there you go. <laughs> don't show the finished product of it. <laughs> no, nah, man, this series, it seems like every big name player is getting hurt. Uh, I'm, I got to go with Miami. They're going to – they win it tonight. What, they go up 3-1? 3-1. Yeah, I think, it, I think they do it. And you can't come back from 3-1 if you're Jason Tatum because your back hurts from carrying your team in the first two games. Our first three games. I think Boston evens it out tonight. Well, Tatum had a horrible game last game. That's why. He's going to switch it up. Yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. So, he got a shoulder. And I don't think yeah. people are talking about it enough. Yeah. And it's a shooting shoulder. And, yeah, and Kinesio tape's not real. I know people subscribe to it. We can talk to Jessica Armillo about that. It's not a real thing. It doesn't do anything. Well, if I saw it, look, and this is funny. They were talking about this because I was thinking the same thing. If I see someone with that tape, I'm attacking where the tape is yeah. at. You're hurt. I'm hitting you. Uh, Elbows. Yeah, sure. All of that. Quit advertising where I'm going to. That's gonna, what they do. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. 
It's like a fashion statement to show that where you're hurt. It's an accessory. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Some you people know, might disagree. Well, we'll ask Jessica Armijo, the head trainer regionally for sports and wellness, when she comes on and talk about her big donations she made to the fire relief that we did this past weekend. You think Kinesio tapes are real? For some people. No. Yeah. Are you, you're literally messing with me right Mm-mm. now. Man. I've heard people have good results. Yeah. I just think it looks cool for some people. That's how I feel, too. I do. First I off, really think. First off, it definitely looks cool. <laughs> like, it looks really cool. Especially if you don't have, like, tats. Yeah. And oh, if yeah. you got a beer belly, that doesn't look good. <laughs> well, just tape it up. Tape, tape, tape it up to move on. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's bellies look better with tattoos. We know that. If lift you got a, now, lift. If you put a tattoo on your belly, it looks great. If your if your Facebook profile picture is evidence <laughs> is evidence enough, Robert Buck D. Gibson. You just put a tattoo on it, and everybody loves it. According to WebMD, which I feel like is relatively respected. Pretty legit. Pretty legit. Kinesio tape. It's a big hype, not a big help. There you go. Okay. No way. Well, you really that was that's what you found. Kinesio tape for athletes. Big help or big hype? It says right here. Lots of evidence lacking. See? That, There's not been conclusive scientific or medical evidence to confirm the exclusive. That's cool, man. That's <laughs> well, what it is. To be fair. To be fair. To be to fair. Be fair. I mean, WebMD said I had cancer like five different times, so <laughs> I don't know if that's the online resource that we need right now. You're right. Last time <laughs> yeah. I looked, I had four days to live, and that was <laughs> yeah. 14 years ago. <laughs> You're doing so good. I think – I literally think Kinesio Tape was – Created here in Albuquerque. It is. Really? It is. Oh, you're about to get some hate. I am. <laughs> oh, you should have thought about that. 505 <laughs> I agree with him. Look how I put it back on him. Yeah, Fred, you're crazy. <laughs> Kinesio tape, now infused with red chili. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's on the website. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. Okay. This is I, bad radio because no one can breathe. see this. Oh, I saw it. That was true. <laughs> no way. Okay. Okay. All of that is out of the window. Get the healing powers of red chili. <laughs> Step right up. It's just like mentholatum, right? It was like chili latum. <laughs> you got capsaicilatum. Oh, that can't be real, man. Dog. That cannot be real. Kinesiotape.com. Oh, man. I'm not trying to shame anyone's business. Or passion for Kinesio tape? I'm just going to look up Kinesio tape red chili. Limited edition red chili tape. Red chili tiger bomb. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be into that. I would try it the once. Punch a chili. (laughs) Kinesio classic limited edition red chili tape. All right, we're taking this into our conversation with Jessica Armijo whenever we get back. It's true. She did a heck of a job with donations this past weekend. Thank you to Sports and Wellness. We're going to highlight that. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Playing Team I-9, we started our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spent our evenings at Hollow Spirits and uh, enjoy a little Televaca when I get a chance there, man. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. This ain't so bad, Michael. Is this what you do when we have a special guest like Jessica Armijo, the regional personal training manager for sports and wellness, and also New Mexico Highlands alum, former basketball player, 5'7", senior guard. 
I don't know. If it's, I'm not a senior anymore, obviously. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you guys for having me. We this past weekend met at Cottonwood Mall in a big donation drive to uh, help those that were affected by the Hermit's Peak Fire in northern New Mexico. And you have a strong connection in northern New Mexico. And obviously through the avenue that is sports and wellness, you guys did a big donation drive all week. And then you uh, you handed it over to us. Big thank you to you, Jessica. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, talk well, thank you, guys. That's amazing. Talk a little bit about the drive at Sports and Wellness and talk about that decision and bringing it over to us at the Cumulus Cluster and allowing us to give it to the Salvation Army and help some people. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a huge connection between myself and Las Vegas, New Mexico. I was actually born and raised there um, and was lucky enough to play basketball for Highlands for a few years, and I actually coached there. And so with everything that has transpired up north with the fires, my family actually had to evacuate their home there in Camp Luna. And so what we decided to do is do some type of drive uh, with all five locations with sports and wellness. And our members are just absolutely amazing what they are able to bring in. I think we probably had seven to ten truckloads of any type of donation. And um, it was really neat. Alex Dean, he is with the National Guard out of Santa Fe. And it was, you know, his idea to do it at River Point. And I said, you know what, let's do it all five clubs. And um, Sports and Wellness did nothing but help organize and support. Um, so we had all of these donations at the clubs and kind of got stuck there for a moment because we had too many donations. And that's a great problem to have. So with your guys' help, we were able to take over the remaining donations. And you guys were able to do an amazing job and take that up to Las Vegas. And, and we're just so thankful and grateful for you guys. You, know, you spending some significant time up there and having family there, can you talk about the resilience and the spirit of northern New Mexico? Yeah, I mean, it's unlike anything. Um, obviously, born and raised there and knowing that type of culture and, and the family and the friends um, that I have, it's just a bond that pretty much will never be broken. And, you know, I laugh with my cousins all the time. No matter how many times we fight or uh, get on each other's nerves, we know for a fact that we'll always have that bond of being from north northern new mexico and um you know when something like this happens it was really neat to see everybody come together and just support each other no matter what it was that they need or will need uh, in the upcoming months because we know this is this is not over you know things burn down and some people are left with nothing and um to have the support you know from the middle school and uh, having people bring in things and, you know, I was watching some live feeds just so I could stay updated because I'm obviously here in Albuquerque. But the, the culture, the community is unlike anything you'll ever experience, and especially when tragedy happens. Uh, really need to see everybody come together. Um, well, like you said, you guys did have a lot of donations and you had more than, you know, more than enough. But I do want you to talk about how we don't want people to stop giving because, like you said, you never know when things are still needed, even though you may have gotten a lot of donations. Can you tell the people about, you know, not giving up, not saying, okay, we've reached the goal and we're done, we're at the finish line? Absolutely. You know, these families have been in northern New Mexico for generations and generations. And some of these families, this is all that they had. And it is gone it's lost forever um on top of that you know you have the emotional part of it the memories the photos 
all of those things are gone. And these donations that keep coming in are going to help them get to that next place in their life, wherever that might be, whether it's up north or they have to pick up and move and start a brand new life. You know, so donations such as clothes, pillows, blankets, um, obviously food and drink is always welcome. But, you know, some of these people don't have anything left. And that's why it's so important to understand that these donations need to keep coming. Um, you don't understand what it does for people physically, but emotionally to know that they have things coming in on a regular basis when they do run out of, of shampoo and conditioner, um, when there's oh, it's hot or it's cold, they just need different things. And um, if we if we can continue to bring anything that they need, uh, it's just going to go a long way to help with the recovery process. You know, not only the physical things, but the, the mental and emotional part of it. Joining us on the program, Jessica Armijo. She's the regional personal training manager for sports and wellness, which is a health club here in town. Also, former guard in New Mexico Highlands University. Play a little basketball, Van. Yeah. Right. A little basketball player. So, uh, <laughs> so of those donations, how many how many trailer loads did you bring to us on Saturday? On Saturday, Sean, our general manager over at River Point, I think he brought over about six truckloads. There we go. And then from. Yep. From High Point, we brought over. My car was full. I couldn't even see out the windows. And then um, one of my best friends and a member at Sports and Wellness, Tanya Skinner, she's a teacher at Eisenhower. Uh, we used her truck, and that was filled to the top as well. Here's the tie, boys. Sean Gale over there at River Point. Mm-hmm. Highlands alum. Play a little football over there at my the university. Head. That's what I'm talking about. In a theme here. There's the tie there, right? That's what it's about. Because that's kind of the thing in the university. New Mexico Highlands University sets you up for success, right? So once you get into that professional world, that working world, you have that network to help. And how fortunate we were to be able to help you. As far as your call to action for the members of your health club, Jessica, how has that gone over? How have you reached out and what has the response been? Is it, is it a couple big donors or is it everyone bringing a little? This is really neat to see because we did some flyers, we did some uh, social media posts, and then one of my clients, I was telling him what was going on. He had no idea that I was from Las Vegas, and um, I told him, you know, we're putting together this donation drive to send up things to Las Vegas. And he said, well, I'm canceling my session, and I'm going to head over to Costco to grab a few things. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't cancel your session. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah. So he took off to Costco. He bought a few things and um, brought them to the table, and um, that's what started. It was having these donations in front when people first walked in. There was a sign explaining to our members exactly what we were doing, and from there it just continued uh, day after day after day. Even when we picked up the first load, people were like, can we drop off donations? I said, absolutely. So they just kept on coming. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's how it happened. It was spreading the word, talking to people, uh, letting them know exactly what was going on and, and why we were doing this and, you know, support fellow New Mexicans. And our members, absolutely amazing. Sports and wellness, you know, as a company, I've worked for them for eight years, and they have been nothing but supportive to events or things that have happened here in New Mexico. Let's keep the spirit of giving moving along. Where where can the friends of the show get information on how to help and where can they go to help? Well, I mean, they can continue to drop off donations at all of our locations. Just talk to our general managers. You can also reach out to me, uh, and I have my email, a business card. Uh, You can go onto our website and let me know. I'd be more than happy to meet you at any of the clubs uh, and, and pick up those donations. 
Jessica, thank you so very much for being you. Thank you so very much for helping the communities that surround Las Vegas, New Mexico. Any final words before we cut you loose? Not at all. Just thank you all for your support. And um, Sports and Wellness is here to continue to take those donations so that we can send them up to Vegas. And then, you know, to you guys, thank you for getting those donations there for, for everybody else. I mean, there was tons of people that were dropping off these donations. Uh, but thank you guys. Huge shout-out to you and your support uh, for Northern New Mexico. Well, there you go. Yeah, Jessica Armillo. Great. Let's, let's ride. All right. Thank you, guys. She's excellent. You guys know, like, I have a – how long have I been with Highlands now? Almost a year, almost a full year. Sure. And you guys know how quickly I just acclimated to the community up there. It is it is, it is, is intimate and it is personal. Yeah. And the fellowship of Las Vegas, New Mexico being a small town, but it is um, just, I don't know, filled with a lot of support and a lot of love. I didn't know before I met you. I didn't know I knew so many people that went to Highlands. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, that's, I never knew it. I never – um, understood it, but you know things like this. You understand, like, wow, like this is a small community. Like, it really is that loves to help out. Everyone thinks, hey, we're in Albuquerque. You know, it's it's yeah. up there. We're on an island here. Yeah, yeah, it's not like that at all. No, nope, nope. Also, you know, like full transposure. Like, like I know Jessica Rowell on the, on the personal level too. Like, I, I worked at Sports and Wellness for a lot of years, right, and. The membership at Sports and Wellness is a little bit different. It's it's not like the YMCA. You know, it's not like like your corner club. It's definitely not like one of those strip mall. Like like there are people there who are a little more affluent. I mean, that's the way to say it. Sure. And and if you're going to hit a base of people who are willing to help people, those are the people with the means to do it. Yeah. And and so thank you to them for being a part of that. And and thank you to Jessica for thinking of us when it came to helping out. Whenever we get back, today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of bullying, boys. It's the I-9 Varsity of bullying, okay? All right. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're going to be live from Hollow Spirits this week. They're doing their – they did their soft opening last week in the new, that new patio van upstairs. They did, like, a rooftop whatever. It's actually the coolest thing I've ever seen. It is very cool. But I think we're going to try to get out there Thursday because we're not going to be able to get out there Friday because we got the ice tops game. Hopes, baby. So we got to figure that out. You're you're joining us on Friday, right? Yes, Robert? I will be there. You got a big weekend. What do you got going on this? Man, week? I got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, I'm doing a camp enchantment comedy show benefit that is Wednesday night at mm-hmm. Revel. Okay. Um, and then Saturday we have. The Comedy Gong Show 4. Oh! That is going down at Fusion Comedy Cellar. That'll be good. These are very fun. These are funny. They are fun. The people don't have to be funny (laughs) because them in themselves not being funny makes it funny. Very funny. Correct. Yes, it's weird how that works. And then we rip on them. And that comes into the bullying conversation we're just talking about. (laughs) Also, we're going to – are you doing your reverse roast set? You're not going to do that? We need to just do a reverse roast something. I feel like if we did that's a, That's gold. Is, it, is yeah, that, people doing that. that? You know what? They have actual, they call them um, compliment battles. Uh, they do compliment battles. Okay. I've seen a few of these. They do them at the World Famous Comedy Store in the belly room. Nice. So they'll do a roast battle, and then they'll do a compliment battle. I'm into that. And they're hilarious. Connect with I-9 Sports, League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Today's I-9 Varsity is the varsity of bullying. Okay, okay, boys? You want me to lead or you guys want to lead? 
This could get real interesting. Yeah, I got to follow your lead because I don't know where we're going with this. Lord of the Flies. So it's important to know that if you bully properly, that you'll be able to rise to the top of the hierarchy, Lord of the Flies-esque, and then um, lead a fellow group of of misfit kids who are displaced um, and not be eaten. So there you go, Lord of the Flies. Okay. Yeah. Today on my I-9 varsity of bullying, Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a bull terrier. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, bull terrier. Mm-hmm. They're known for their uh, long egg-shaped head mm-hmm. with erect and pointed ears and small triangular what type eyes. Of ears? What type of ears? Erect. Ah, okay. Mm. Pointed. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a famous person that mm-hmm. gets bullied here a lot by Fred. Vital. Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh, <laughs> you have bullied him mercifully. Yeah. Since that movie's come out. Yeah, he's got it coming. Got it coming for sure. Look, Batman's not supposed to have that haircut. Batman shouldn't be bullied, but you do it so well. Yeah. How he, do you bully Batman? Well, he Robert Pattinson Patterson Pattinson? Pattinson. Robert Pattinson as Batman is the only Batman who's made Boy Wonder look cool. <laughs> and it continues. Dazed and confused for me is a proper type of bullying. I'm a big fan of the paddling. I'm a big fan of everything Matthew McConaughey. As far as films that are based solely around the world of bullying, uh, put Dazed and Confused in my top varsity. It's mm. a good one. Yeah. Next on my I-9 varsity of bullying, these boys like to bully around, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about the American Pit Bull Terrier. Oh, okay. Yes. Very family-friendly. They got a bad rap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not their fault that, you know, some abusive dog fighters took them under their wing. All right. Great dogs. American Pit Bull Terrier. There you go. I'm going to go with the reason why I bullied people. Low self-esteem. No. Oh. Because I had a lot of things you could bully me about, so I had to get out in front of the train. There it is. Uh, I'm going to go with Johnny from Karate Kid. Yeah, Karate Kid was also on my list. Johnny was poor. Johnny had nothing, so he had to bully. Daniel Daniel stole his girlfriend. This is not yes. bullying. Yes. Well, I, I'm doing it the way the masses look at it because if without the follow up to Karate Kid, we didn't know all this stuff. We we ran with the narrative. No, from the film. We we ran with the narrative when we were younger. We didn't look at it as like, oh, Johnny. Okay. We were like, he's a bully. But when you get older, now you look at it that way. Danny moved to town and stole his girlfriend he right did. away. He did. That's not bullying. He had it coming. Loser didn't did. know how to sweep. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Take a point, lose a point. A broom or a leg. So that's that's my contribution. You bully, even though it wasn't, but we were perceived as him being a bully because he really didn't have nothing. Bully Ray Dudley is half mm-hmm. of the Dudley boys, gotcha. and he's arguably the better of the Dudley boys because at some point there was like 10 or 12 of them. So I'm going to go with Bully Ray Dudley, who regularly would tell in a bullying fashion Devon to – Get the tables. Mm. So there you go, Bully Ray Dudley. I'm glad you told me about that person. I didn't know who that was. <laughs> <laughs> Next on my I-9 varsity of <laughs> bullying, I'm going to go with the uh, just a bulldog. Mm. They're, mm-hmm. they're ridiculous, stupid faces, and they get drool everywhere, and they're so adorable, and they're little snouts. They're so cute when they just bully around. Mm. It's adorable. I'm going to go with one of the biggest bullies in the history of mankind. Yeah. Former Governor Bull Connor, 
Oh, okay. Hey, okay. Digging deep here just because I'm going to stay with the Jackie theme. <laughs> Bull Connor doesn't get more bully than that. Everyone in Rudy's life. <laughs> okay. See, I'm along the lines of this is Rudy's fault, okay? <laughs> this is Rudy's fault. Mr. Rudiger? <laughs> it's your fault. Sit down. Go be in the band. <laughs> ben, you need help with this one? Or you, you... Oh, you're done? No, that was it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next on my I 9 varsity of bullying, we're going to go with the Bull Mastiff, the largest of all the bull breeds. It's not a good one. Though. He's good with families, he's good with other dogs, and he's good with children. So, I don't Bull have, Mastiff. I don't have another one because it doesn't get any better than Bull Connor. <laughs> okay. Gina Davis's little sister in a league of their own. Oh, went on to win the championship against old Gina Davis there. And the... now, help me understand: was Racine the bad guy team, and Rockford was the good guy team? So Racine yeah. goes on to beat Rockford, and Racine would not be able to beat Rockford if Gina Davis hadn't bullied. Was it Penny Marshall? Who was that girl? I don't yeah. know what the other girl's name. Yeah. Was. yeah. So there you go. Armando Christian Perez, born January 15th, 1981, helped popularize reggaeton, Latin hip-hop, and crunk music. So last on my I-9 varsity is Pitbull. <laughs> Pitbull. Done. Very good. The rapper Pitbull. I was like, where is he going with Thank this? You. That's a good one. <laughs> Robert, give me the last of it. Oh, I, I don't have nothing else, man. The Pitbull got me. <laughs> Van? It's Pitbull and then Bull Connor. Van, any final words? Crack, 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 crack. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. Oh, man. <laughs>